KISS 92.5 Studios in Toronto, Canada. This is Roz yes. and Mocha. It's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey, I'm Sean Mendez. This is Selena Gomez. Drizzy Drake. Taylor Swift. Post Malone. Camila Cabello. This is Ed Sheeran. You're listening to my boys, Roz and Mocha. Right here. Turn up. My boys, Roz and Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. I can see uh, Between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz. Roz. I Mocha. You guys are so funny, man. This has become like a battleground whenever we play this game, which is name that quarantine. And the idea is, can you name a classic song, a legendary song in some cases, just by hearing the first line of that song? You have to give me the song title and artists. Uh, once again, Mocha, you will be going head to head with Dammit Mori. Uh, Shem is in the room. You will be the official judge on who buzzes in first. Okay. Right. Uh, so, Mocha, let me hear your buzzer. Uh, Mori, your buzzer. Once again, Mocha. Uh, once again, Mori. Okay. So, everybody listening at home, Mocha's buzzer is the sort of deeper sounding buzzer, the man sounding buzzer. Yeah. <laughs> um, That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> Mori's is not. Okay. So, uh, here we go. So, I will call for a number, Mocha. You yeah. play the clue and then uh, you guys can buzz in anytime. And remember, I need artist and song title. Gotcha. Here we go. Uh, Mocha, give us number 13. Hey, sister, go, uh, sister, so, Mocha. Sister, that is um, the, the Moulin Rouge. Um, uh, uh, oh, God. That's... Uh, Maury. Lady Marmalade, voulez vous cacher avec moi? Bye. Lady Marmalade. Lady Marmalade. Marmalade. Can I go for the steal if I tell you who the artists are? are? No. It's Lady Marmalade. No, yeah. neither of you got it. Because oh, Mocha, because it's the remix one. Mocha, you didn't even know the name of the song. No, I know. Okay. Uh, Maury, you still didn't really name Voulez the... Voulez-vous coucher avec moi? No, no it's not. Uh, can I... Okay, I know it now. Uh, but the point does not count. Okay. Okay. But I'll say it. Thank okay? you. Okay? Yes. So it is Lady Marmalade. Correct. Christina Aguilera, Maya, Pink... Lil Kim, Missy Elliott. Yes. Right? There you go. Yes. That's right. No, no point, but though. But no point. No okay. point, That's though. fine. That's fine. That's fine. But I know that song. What's up, Maury? Well, the- Lady Marmalade. It's the original one. This is the remix? No, this is the remix. Okay, so it's not Lady Marmalade. It is Lady Marmalade. Oh, it is Lady Marmalade. The song is called Lady Marmalade. Oh, the song is called Lady Marmalade. Yes. So you're just repeating everything he said? <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. Uh, give me number seven, Mocha. Maury. It's Elton John, Candle in the Wind. Correct. Ooh. Maury with the one point. Sham, you keeping score over there? Sure am. One All nothing, right. Maury. Thank okay, you. sorry I didn't hear you. <laughs> one nothing, Maury. Ah, <laughs> uh, here we go. Uh, number two, please. Girl, you know we belong. Uh, oh, that is um, uh, I, oh, oh, uh, we belong together. That is Boys to Men, End of the Road. Yes. Ah, and it hurts so bad. <laughs> there oh, you go. Yes. <laughs> All right. Uh, oh, let's go with number eight, please. Uh, number eight. Okay. That Mo- is Mocha. Um, uh, Celine Dion. Um, Every night. Uh, uh, oh my God. I only noticed the Titanic song. Hold on. Uh, uh, time's up. Hold on. Five, four, is- three, two. My hair must go on. Oh, we got it. No. No. No, no, no. Maury, Maury for the steal. It's Celine Dion, My Heart Will Go On. My Heart Will Go On. Oh! <laughs> Thank you, Shem. Thank oh. you. And like the 
Titanic, you sink! The details matter. The oh, details matter. Just All one right. word. Again, can you identify a classic song just by hearing the first line? Just by hearing the first line. Yes. Uh, Mocha, <laughs> give me number 12. La, la, da, da. Mocha. That is uh, Because I Got High by Afro Man. Correct, Mundo. Yes. <laughs> because I got high. Uh, number nine. When I walk on by, old girls be looking like Danny's uh, Mocha. Uh, I'm 60 and I know it. By Alan Mafio. Yes. Okay. You have to give me both, man. <laughs> Sorry, forgot, okay? Forgot, you got to give me I get both. Excited, I get excited. Uh, number four, please. Okay. Uh, Hanson Mbop. That's right. Oh, I knew that one. Hanson Mbop. Point to okay. Maury. Uh, give me number three. Think I did it. Oh, Oops, I did it again by Britney Spears. There you go. Okay, and uh, finally, we'll uh, end on this one. What's the score, Shem? It is 4-3 Mocha. Oh, oh, my God. If we do wind up with a tie, we do have a toe okay, breaker. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, Mocha, give me number six. Uh, Maury. Counting Blue Cars by... Counting Blue Cars by... Oh, my God. Counting Blue... Five. Four, three, two, one. Mocha for the steal. That is. First of all, it's our song. I know. Snow okay. Patrol, Chasing Cars. Yes. <laughs> so there's no blue cars? There's no blue cars, <laughs> No blue cars. I don't know where you're going with that, but there's no blue cars. Shem, the final score is. Five, three, Mocha. There you go. Hey! This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. The Earth Day. Yeah, right. Which one is it? It's the 50th anniversary of Earth Day today. 50, huh? Yeah. Is it sad I've only found out about Earth Day like maybe 10 years ago? Really? Yeah. I don't ever remember hearing about Earth Day in school. That doesn't make any sense. You don't remember like Earth Day in high school and stuff like that? No. Used to paint pictures of the globe. Don't remember that. Nothing, huh? Nope. Really? Yeah. Interesting. You know, there's stuff going on, I guess. Maybe. Yeah. Scarborough Tings. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I get it. Yeah. I only, I I thought Earth Day, like maybe 10 years ago, was like a new thing. Really? Yeah. Maybe that's bad on my part. They just Uh, randomly created it or something? No, I I would, I think this though, I, I, and I'm sort of with you in one way. I remember Earth Day, but I don't remember people celebrating quote-unquote Earth Day until social media rolled around. Oh, okay. I, I don't remember people sitting around talking about how they were lighting candles and turning off all the power in their house until people started posting about no, that on social media. In school, we used to, I remember painting a picture of the globe and they would, the teacher would do quizzes like, where no, is this ocean? No, no, I get, no, 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 no. I get, I get that. Like I remember, no, I remember Earth Day, Earth Day, but specifically like what people do at home. Yeah. Like there, there's a whole thing in the last like 10 years where you see pe- pictures of people posting hashtag Earth Day where they're sitting at home with candles and see? stuff like this. Yeah. That's where, how it got on my radar yeah, from yeah. all of where, that. Where because before social media, we never saw that. No, not right? at all. And I don't actually know if people did that before they could use it for clout. I can you tell know? you right now, we didn't. Yeah. Not in our house. Yeah. Well, do people do anything unless you can parade it around? No, very little. Very, very little. Like why, why would you want to do anything unless you can show it. I mean, well, because you care. That's the... Yeah. <laughs> you should care about yeah. the earth. Yeah. Right? Well, there's that. <laughs> <laughs> Not just for social. Yeah, but, but then yeah, how will anybody know that you life. care? Yeah, but, uh, yeah. Well, Who cares about why do you? Man? Why do you need... This, the question is, why just do you need do people your part. to know that you, that you care? 
Well, so that you're part of, so that everybody can celebrate each other. But, no, uh, but then if you're I making just go it about home, yourself. No, but if I just go home and turn off the lights, how yeah. will anybody know that I did that unless I can say, hey, it look, matter. I turned you off the lights. You know that you turned off the lights. You know that you turned off the lights. Right? I know, but you, you need know people that you recycled. You, you, you need people know to say, that you like, hey, up. everybody why, did it. But why do you need the validation? And why do you need to be propped up for doing something that you should just want to do? Because if there was no social media, would you go home and turn off all the lights tonight? If you couldn't post about it? Honestly? Yeah. No. No, of course not. Yeah, so you're not doing it to hey, celebrate look, Earth Day. Hey, you can't get mad at me. I'm being honest. No, but you're not doing it to celebrate Earth Day at that point. You're doing it to celebrate Maury. Mm-hmm. On Earth Day. No, no, no. This is just, it's, then it's all just all about you. It has nothing to do with Earth Day. You're drawing attention to yourself. You're not drawing attention to Earth Day. Yeah. <laughs> And you wonder why where we are, right? <laughs> Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Oh, yeah. Happy Earth Day, everybody. Yay. Hey, Maury, come in here for a second, would you? Yeah, baby. Today is what, the 50th Earth Day, is it not? That's correct. 50th Earth Day. I like that. Uh, Mocha, you can feel free to play along as well. Okay. okay. Uh, where is the largest active volcano on the planet? Is it Italy, Japan, United States, or Mexico? Japan. Italy. No. Yes. Italy. Italy. So final answer. You say Italy. Final answer. Uh, it is in the United States. It's a Hawaii. It's Mauna Laua. Oh. The oh, largest well, I mean, volcano on the planet. If you consider Hawaii part of America. Um, most people, I would say, do. Yeah. Everybody. Yeah. As in most people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, who founded Earth Day? Was it uh, Teddy Roosevelt, James Hansen, Ralph Nader, or Gaylord Nelson? I don't know any of those people. Ralph the first Nader? one. The first, the th- Roosevelt? Yeah. Uh, it was uh, Senator Gaylord Nelson of Wisconsin proposed the idea of a nationwide uh, tech in about the teaching, him. sorry, about the environment in 1969. Okay. That would have been my next question. When was 50 years ago? <laughs> <laughs> uh, which of these items can be composted or turned into natural fertilizer for the garden? Okay. okay. Uh, aluminum foil, golf balls, or eggshells? Eggshells. Maury. Aluminum foil. You say aluminum foil? No, because it's a oh. metal. I'm going to say eggshells. Okay, yes, correct. Eggshells. I'm glad you both got that. Uh, which uses the most energy in a home each year? Is it lighting, heating and air conditioning, refrigeration, or heating water? Oh, the refrigerator. No, heating the, and lighting. I was going to say because every time. Wait, you, what was the first one? Like lighting? Yeah. Yeah. Heating and air conditioning. Yeah, yeah, sorry, heating and air conditioning. Heating and air conditioning. No, yeah. lighting, lighting, lighting. Lighting. Uh, heating and air conditioning use the most energy in a home. Uh, which of these species are threatened by global warming? Koala, clo- uh, clownfish, the Arctic fox, or all of the above? All of the above. Koala. I guess I get it right anyway. Why? Because if it's all of the above. No, but you didn't get the other two if it's all of the above. <laughs> <laughs> Is it all of the like, above? Yes, it's okay. all of the above. <laughs> How old is the Earth? 4.5 billion years, 1.2 trillion years old, 624 million years old, or 8.4 billion years old? 600 million. What's that? 600 million. Maury says 624 million years old. I'm going to say trillion. You no, that's are, too long. You are 1.2 trillion, says Mocha. Uh, the Earth is about 4.5 billion oh. years old. 4.5 billion years old. I'm so young. 
Which, yeah. which was the first mammal known to have gone extinct due to human-induced climate change? Is it the uh, eastern puma, the male northern white rhino, the dodo bird, <laughs> <laughs> or the, uh, uh, I don't even know how to say that last one. I hope it's not right. Uh, the puma, the male white rhino, or the dodo bird? The I'm rhino. Saying, yeah, I'm going to agree with the male white rhino. Oh, man, oh, it's a thing I didn't know how to pronounce. It's the Bramble K. Melamy? Whatever that is. Don't, I don't know. Even, I don't even know what that is. Uh, and one quick one before we go. Um, uh, what is most frequently found in beach cleanups? Is it glass, shoes, pieces of plastic, or jewelry? Glass, comma, shoes. No, I'm going to say plastic. Mocha says plastic. Maury? I'm going to say Shoes. Shoes. Wow. No, it's plastic. How do you not know the plastic problem on beaches, man? Because every time I go it's to the like, beach, I see people that like have their shoes on the towel. You think there's more shoes at a beach than there is plastic? Nowadays, no, I guess not. Excuse me. <laughs> Nowadays, no, because you said so. <laughs> have you ever said have you ever said nowadays before? No. Nope. It sounds like the first time you ever said yeah. that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're testing it out. <laughs> so that's it? That's it. Happy birthday, everybody. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. My hair's getting long, man. I know. Everybody's hair's getting long. But mine, like, I don't have, like, short guy hair where I can cut it. Let me see if I can get it to stand straight up again. Hold on. I might on. I don't have, I don't have a whole lot of product in my hair right now, but I think that I might be able to get it to stand straight up again. I got to slouch down on my chair. Hold on. You ready for this? Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, Yo, when you do that, you look like a troll doll. What's that? Yeah, I do, huh? <laughs> you totally look like a troll doll. You put me between oh your God, hands and just, and something? spin me like this. Like Can I this. Tell you something? You just do one of these things. What's that? My husband Matthew collects troll dolls. That's weird. Why is your hair like that today, by the way, Maury? You see Maury's hair today? So, Maury, the other day, you had your hair all slicked back. You looked like your father. I know. Uh, now you have. He it, didn't appreciate that, by the way. Now you have it parted right down the middle. Why are you doing that? I'm still trying very hard to, to find the one haircut that'll make me look like I'm from back in the day. You look like, um, like in the movies. When in the eighties they would like depict like a nerd, right? Yeah, it's like a center part. <laughs> like who so does the suspenders? But who does a center part like yeah, that? Where it's really I'll have wet. you know that when I was in high school, I had crushes on guys that had center parts. Don't get me wrong. I had a I had a parted down. I had parted in the middle, feathered on the sides. That's what I always used to parted tell tell middle. tell the hairdresser. What like like yeah. a, a lady from the sixties? You know, feathered on the sides. Like, so it goes this way. Like it was just you don't want to know what side feathers were. My hair is actually almost feathered now. Um, but <laughs> shut up. Uh, never mind. Never mind about me. We're not talking about me right now. Yeah. Uh, so you came on. You came to this hairstyle. How? Oh, so I googled again. Yeah. Yes. Um, 1920s mobster. Right. And you have and that's like, what you came up with? <laughs> yeah. Don't yeah. I look tough? You well, can't. That's so scary. <laughs> <laughs> Did you say don't I look tough? <laughs> don't uh, I? Do a do a tough face uh, for okay. us. And then just wait, give me one second here, Maury. So should I say something with my tough no, no, face? No, just just do just do a tough face, okay? So go for it. Anytime you're ready. That's your tough <laughs> face. Do it again. You look like you're either <laughs> trying to squeeze out a fart or you're like really listening to, to, to hear something that's super, super quiet. Okay, okay let me try again. You know what he, Maury, Maury's tough face looks like he's looking through a peephole. <laughs> okay, go for it, Maury. Tough face. <laughs> now you look like Popeye. <laughs> you just need the pipe. Do it again. Okay, okay wait, 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 wait. Hold on here. That's your tough face? Isn't it? It's like me. 
<laughs> you, look like, you look like an old guy that's about to yell at a bunch of kids to get off his lawn. Right. Anyway, we're we're all in this together, as they say. Yeah, show us your hair now, Mocha, because we haven't seen yours in 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 quite a while here. What's doing under that hat? Oh, you're okay. Like it's you're like it's the sides. Growing. The sides is a little bit long. Yeah, You've yeah, cut yeah, yours, yeah. haven't you? No, I haven't. I swear. It I hasn't have grown. not cut my hair at all. No. Oh well, my That's hair my hair's grown crazy fast. No, I think because I I wear hats so much, it's just like flat, right? Right. But right, for right. me, my hair is long. Have you ever thought of like putting your face against a wall and putting a line where your hair is and see how your hair grows <laughs> like a child? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like if you shove your face against a wall and put your hair up and put a line, <laughs> say something. <laughs> We're all in this together. <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. R.I.P. R.I.P. What? Sad day, man. What happened? R.I.P. To the raccoon I hit this morning. No. I felt so bad. It's been bothering me all day, guys. You hit a raccoon? Mm-hmm. On the highway. On the highway. Yeah. I saw it like... At the last minute, little guy was trying to make it across. Yeah. And you hit it with like like your car or the tire? Like you ran over it. I think it was the tire. And yeah, I tried. And I, yeah. my initial instinct in that split second, I was going to swerve. I was going to try to get around it. I was going to go right. Yeah. But there was a car in the lane next to me. Right? And I was like, no, 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 And I grabbed, like, I clenched the, the steering wheel and with just, both hands. And just powered through. And then, like, and then I heard it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, dude, I can still see his little face. In my head. <laughs> <laughs> he looked up. He looked up. I know. Dude, I feel so oh, bad, man. It's terrible. You took a life today. I did. I, yeah. I feel so bad, man. That sucks. And then now somebody from the city gonna have to go and clean <laughs> that up. Are you crying, Maury? <laughs> I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to. Maury's crying. Come in here, man. To that raccoon's family, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Where was it? Just so they know, in case you went missing and they're looking for him. It was uh, <laughs> southbound 404 near uh, near Shepherd. Okay. Yeah. <sighs> Anything you want to say more? You can't tell a story like that out of the blue because then I start picturing this in slow motion and it's the saddest thing I've ever seen in my head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's terrible. He was running from, if you're behind the driver, uh, the steering wheel, he's running from left to right. Okay. Did you stop or something and move him? No. No, I'm on the highway, dude, with other cars. Yeah. So how many other people had to run over? Oh, no. Oh, probably lots. Oh, no. Probably lots. So, RIP to that raccoon. Yeah, it's unfortunate. Oh, yeah. That's heartbreaking. That's I a tough bad. morning. I, on, this is going to bother yeah. me. I mean, don't get me wrong. Night. It's worse for the raccoon. But I do. Well, yeah. I, do. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but I do feel bad for you too. I don't want to, I don't want to, you know. That's cool, man. Okay. <laughs> this is terrible. This is terrible. That's a hard thing to try and get over to. Like, what did you do next? Yeah, nothing. Just came to work and we're here, man. What did I do next? I'm here. Yeah. I kept driving? Yeah. Yeah. As I said, this happened on the highway. Yeah. No, it's unfortunate. And you see it, you see it all the time too. All the time. You see it all the time. I always just use, I always just 
used to tell Roxy when she was little, I'm like, oh, God, that's dangerous to be sleeping there. Like, we just told her. <laughs> 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 yeah, little piece of the tail, yeah, kind of like just blowing yeah, in the yeah. wind. I always used to say that whenever we saw something dead on the side of the road, I was like, oh, hey, little dude, don't sleep there. <laughs> right? <laughs> just because I didn't want her to ever think that it was just dead <laughs> dead things lying all over the yeah. road. But. but now she's older. She must know. No, she still uh, thinks they're sleeping. No, she found out one day because we, we were driving down the road in the country and Catherine slowed right down. She's like, oh my God, look at that cat. And then as we got closer, it was like a turkey vulture eating a <gasps> dead raccoon and just oh. like ripping its bits up and throwing them in the air. Oh my God. And, and, and as we slowed down, Catherine's like, oh my God, look at that cat. And that's all Roxy saw. And were you like, oh no, don't sleep there? No, it was just, it was vile. It was just bits of whatever it was being tossed in the air and then the eyes of like the turkey vulture just like staring at you being like, what? <laughs> I move along. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Yeah. Everybody's sitting at home. Everybody's doing nothing. It's all we can do. Can't touch people. You can't go out. Um, all Shouldn't we, be going out. Damn it, Moore has been uh, cold calling people because normally Moore would go out on the street and talk to people and ask some questions and get your opinions and sort of contribute that way to get a lot of different people on the show. And can't do that anymore. So Maury's been cold calling people, and one of the things that we started doing was Quarantales, which is just such a brilliant idea where Maury gives somebody the first couple lines of a made-up story, and then random people who he's never met before have to just sort of continue it, and then he'll make another call, and this person continues it, and so on and so forth. And they're amazing. This was the first one that, uh, that, Maury, had, that Maury did earlier this week. Hello? Hi, how are you? Good, how are you? I'm good. This is Maury with Roz and Mocha Show. And it's your lucky day because you're going to add the next couple of lines in Roz and Mocha's Corin Tales. I'm going to hang up. <laughs> oh. Hello? Hi, how are you? Uh, good. How are you? I'm good. My name is Maury. I'm calling from the Roz and Mocha show, and I'm randomly calling people. So I'm bringing the city together in a segment I'm calling Corin Tales, and we're going to write a story together, okay? I'm going to give you the like the start, and you're going to give me the next couple of lines that just randomly come to your mind. Are you ready? Okay. His name was John. He had just come from the discotheque the year... 1984. <laughs> he was sweating more profusely than he ever had in his life, but it had been well worth it. Uh, he had just met the love of his life, and <laughs> unfortunately, he never asked for her name. Because he wasn't sure if she was into short men. Uh, he'd been wearing his, uh, his high heels that night. <laughs> Once he took his heels off and shrunk down to about four foot six, Damn. he realized that he would barely reach her armpit. Hello? Welcome to Roz and Mocha's <laughs> Corin Tales. Are you ready to add the next line to the story? Oh. <laughs> it's Roz and Mocha's Corin Tales. The next lines are up to you. He was super glad that he didn't see her again because he did notice that while they were dancing, she had long armpit hairs, which would have gone ahead and tickled his nose if they had gotten in close. <laughs> the man was walking alone, sad that he oh, no. was not in love. And as he walked down the street, he tripped over something. 
It was a can. A can of chicken noodle soup. (laughs) After he inhaled the can of chicken noodle soup, the man grew 10 feet tall and felt like Superman. He held a cab, jumped in, and lo and behold, it's the woman from the club. She drove him home. They fell madly in love, and she ended up coming up to his apartment for another can of soup. Oh, my God. Magical. You have me in tears. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for playing Roz and Mocha's Corin Tales. Woo! So good. Now, more. how long did those take to put together? Four hours. And then we said, do you have all the times that people didn't want to play along and that were super pissy that you just randomly called you and or hung up on you? Hello? How is your self-isolation going? It's fine, thank you. Yeah? (laughs) Hello? Hi, how are you? Pretty good, how about yourself? Are you ready for Roz and Mocha's Corin Oki? Oh. <laughs> Hello. Hi. Hello. Hi. 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 Let's play Corin Oki. Um. <laughs> Hello. Yo, yo, yo! It's Little Yoki, and I have an Easter yoke for you. Are you ready? Hello. Hello, it's Eduardo, <laughs> the Easter egg, with a joke for you. What kind of jewelry do rabbits wear? Oh, no. It's just hours of this, huh? What a diss. Hello? <laughs> Hello, it's Egg Sheeran, and I have an Easter joke for you. Hello? <laughs> it's your lucky day because you're going to add the next couple of lines in Razamoka's Corin Tales. I'm going to hang up. <laughs> oh. oh no, laughed in your face too. Hello? Welcome to Razamoka's Corin Tales. Are you ready to add the next line to the story? Oh. <laughs> That's Hello? a lot of people, huh? Hey, how are you? Good. How is your self-isolation going? Very bad. Oh. It's not good. Oh. Okay. As others. Have a good night. <laughs> I wouldn't even let you answer. He had a whole conversation and already said Hello? nothing. Hi, how are you? Uh, hey. <laughs> it's Roz and Mocha's Quarren Tales. I'm Dammit Mori, and I want to get you to continue our story. Oh, my God, Sorry. that rhymes. I'm actually on the other line. Oh. Sorry. Uh-huh. That's an old excuse. Hello? It's Roz and Mocha's Quarantales. Yeah, I'm not interested. I'm in the middle of changing two diapers right now. Oh. <laughs> oh, no. Two diapers. <laughs> you know, he couldn't even said. that's when you know he's lying, right? Yeah. You know, he could have he said anything. But when you get into like that sort of deep specifics, not like I'm with my kid, not like I'm busy. Sorry, man, I got no time for this. Uh, sorry, I'm changing two diapers yeah. right now. No, you're not, you liar. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. How you doing? Oh, you know. Look at Maury's hair today. What's doing with that now, man? Well, I can't cut it. Hold on. Your microphone's not on. What's going on with that? I can't cut it. 
right? So I'm just trying to do the next best thing, which is try and find... <laughs> that bloody hair. What's going on with those bangs? No, so today... So I'm trying to find different styles now to just sort of play, like just have fun mm-hmm. and see what works. Right. So th- today so, I'm just trying describe to do... This. Oh, go yeah, ahead. Go ahead. Go, no, I was no, just going to say, yeah, I'm trying yeah, to do yeah, yeah. goth. Goth. You know, like those cool kids in high school? Oh, we know what goth is. Yeah. <laughs> also, I love how Maury goes goth, you know, the cool kids. <laughs> okay, so explain your process now because it's all just combed forward, right? Yeah, kind of like uh, it's all pushed forward like the, the Like combed forward, the way Ross just said. <laughs> <laughs> but your... You know, goth. But your bangs, yeah. but your bangs uh, are very thin, so it, uh-huh. like your bangs are hanging down, but I see more more head than I do bang. Well, because the 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 sort of I guess I want to say beard lube I'm using to sort of stick everything together. Why do you still not have hair gel? I'm using. Oh, the beard hold on lube. a second. Yeah, but Matthew, your mm-hmm. husband, yes, he's a person that likes to present himself. Uh, I don't want to say fancy, but he always likes to dress up. He's got That's product, right? He's yeah, got product. His product. So why doesn't why don't you use his product? Because his he doesn't product. want his to run out. I asked, and he's like, no. But oh, he's working from rationing. home. He's still using hair product? Because he has two Zoom meetings a day. Right. Oh, my God. What does he think of this look? Has he seen this yet? He's not seen this yet. He has not seen this one. I wouldn't show this to him. Oh. You're already sleeping on the couch. You may be on the balcony for the next couple of weeks if you go home <laughs> looking like that. So are you happy with this look? Like, have you found a look yet that you find that you, where you look at yourself and you're like, oh, you know what, this is attractive. I can do this. No, not yet. Not yet, huh? No. And, and where's this one? Right on that. Quite, quite low. Quite low. <laughs> but it's it all the cool make... goth kids did in high school. Yeah, but they maybe have a better shaped head. This kind of makes everything look Turn flat. around. Let me see. In the back. Yeah, so just wait. Turn around again. Turn around. Okay, okay now no, give us a side profile real quick. Okay. Stop, stop. Stop right there. Yeah. Wait, yeah. turn a little bit more to your right. This way? Yeah, that's your Which right. Which is your right, Maury. <laughs> a little bit more? Okay, stop. See that little curly part right there? At the back? Bottom left? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what's going on there. Did you do anything back there? Did you do I that intentionally? I didn't touch my, the back of my head. I oh, okay, okay. I, I, think that's, that I, think, I just think that's bedhead. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I would say out of the ones that you've tried, this may be my least favorite. I Yours wanted too? to do uh, Mohawk. Uh-huh. Yeah, okay. Oh, try that. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? Why not do the spike? Remember the spike? when It was very popular when I was in high school. I also wanted to do a blowout. A blowout. You know, use like a hairdryer and, and poof it out. Okay, but spike it up tomorrow. Do you mean like little spikes all yes. around? Yes, yeah, like, like a wet sink. Yeah, a wet look spike. Why don't you go for that? I would do, I would try a wet look spike for tomorrow. That might actually suit you better. Yeah, get I, that hair off that forehead. I used to have that. You did, huh? Yeah. Surprising. And I had the blonde tips. No. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Um, there was a list I was going through. Hang on, let me just find it for you here. What level is uh, is Cruz at when it comes to things that you've sort of like taught him, like these little milestoney type things? What level? Yeah, like where where is where is he? Um, like because he's a toddler, his attention span is. <laughs> very short, right? Right. So we set up, I set up like not an obstacle course, but like I took masking tape and I placed it all over the floor in okay. long strips, 
and then I took a couple of strips and I split them up into smaller strips, right? right? Okay. With the intention of, okay, let's walk this line. Yeah. When we get to the break, you're going to hop, you're going to hop, and then we're going to walk this other line. So my entire floor was just covered in masking tape, yeah. right? And he did the course like twice. Yeah. Perfectly. And then that was it. And he ignored it for the rest of the week. So I had to pull all the masking tape. <laughs> you go through all that trouble. So a new survey asked parents to name the hardest skills to teach young kids. Oh, boy. Oh, new, I know. I got one. I got one. asked parents to name the hardest skills to teach young kids. Cutting with scissors. Because we have like kid oh, scissors. that's a good one. We have kid scissors that were, and we bought a book um, that teaches, that has like the, the lines yeah. around a, a shape yeah. or around mm-hmm. an animal or whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's learning how to cut with scissors. So Not on the list, but I fully agree with you that that should be on the list. Loading the dishwasher. Um, I mean, washing dishes is just outside the list, but yeah, I think that sure that's a so skill. I have a picture of me as like Four years old helping Nana load the dishwasher. And I'm in my Smurf sweatshirt and I'm putting all the, the knives and forks in the thing. Yeah, that's what it's, you have to teach kids that stuff. So uh, writing, oh. writing their name is at number 10. Yes. Trying different foods is at number nine. What about drinking from a cup? Properly brushing their teeth is at eight. Drinking from a oh, cup is yeah. not on there because I think that they figure that out on their own just, from, just from spilling it on themselves over and over and over again, yeah. right? Like that's that's the sort of thing that you hand a kid a cup, they're going to screw it up 50, 60 times and they're going to oh get the God, hang you of gotta, it. You know how many shorts we had to change in the house because <laughs> always spilling stuff? Not opening the door. Not strangers. opening the door. No, that's not a skill. Oh. <laughs> uh, buttoning a shirt is yes. on the list. Swimming is on the list. Yes, agreed. Telling oh. time brushing is on the list. Brushing your teeth. Uh, brushing your teeth just outside of the list. Combing yes. your hair, like, you know, body things. Body things. Let me see. Body things not on the list. Little vague, I would say. <laughs> uh, riding a bike. Oh, yeah. On the list. Uh, Dad, e- we're, we're trying. Uh, eating with a knife and fork. He eats with a fork really, really well. Yeah. He understands the concept of knife. Like, we have these, like, super stupid kid, like, right. extra dull knives just yeah. so you can get used to it. Yeah. Um, he understands the concept. He he doesn't get it oh, yet. pulling up your pants. Pull, excuse me. Like, after you go potty, pulling up your pants. Pulling up your pants. Oh, what about going to the potty? Wow, you remember some, like, incredible mile Like, you... <laughs> I'll never forget that time my dad taught me how to pull up my pants. <laughs> it's a very weird thing to bring up while we're talking about. It's a skill. What are the hardest skills to teach your kids? <laughs> Maury shows up with pull up your pants. Okay, how about put your pants on? No, not on the list. Uh, eating with a fork and knife. Um, whistling at number two. Oh, can't do that Oh, still. yeah, no. <laughs> nah. You, you That's guys, not going to happen you know, in our my house. My dad never taught me how to whistle. No? No. Can you whistle? You guys can't whistle. I think I, we went through this already, right? No, not. No, but it's in on. there. It's in my breath. Listen. Okay, wait. Okay, Mo- Mocha, now you go. Not a good That's whistle. That's great. That's a, a good whistle. Not a good, good for whistle. You. It's a very soft whistle. Not, yeah, it's a very soft whistle. Uh, it's a romantic okay, whistle. Okay, Maura, you go now. That's not a whistle at all. Uh, tying your shoelaces is number one on the list, but I would say oh, yeah, no, teaching, a kid, teaching a kid to whistle is more difficult than teaching a kid to tie their shoes. You know, it's, it's virtually impossible to tie someone else's shoes. It's not. It's actually quite easy. Okay. Yeah. 
I don't know where you got that from, that it's virtually impossible to tie somebody else's shoes, but it's just not true. It's quite easy. It's very simple, actually. I had to tie my brother's skates, and I couldn't do it, so I had to be in the change room with him, with him sitting on my lap so that I can get it from my perspective. That should be that, no. You should be able to tie. Two laces in your hands, you should be able to do it from any direction. No problem. (laughs) (laughs) This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Rebecca, how you doing? It's Ron Zamoka. Hi, I'm good. How are you guys? Doing good. All right, Rebecca, you wrote us this. Uh, hey, Razamoka fixed my life. My mom got out of a bad relationship six years ago and hasn't been in one since. I was wondering what my sister and I can do to get her back on the dating scene. How old are you and your sister? So I'm 27 and my sister's 22. Okay, cool. What kind of things have you been telling your mom to do? Like, what are some of the pieces of advice you've been giving? Um, like, me and my sister have been telling her, like, listen, like, you got to get back out there. Like, not every guy's that guy and we're like my mom is very like kind of insecure about herself sometimes like oh, I'll never find somebody she thinks she's too old and we're like are you guys are you kidding me like you are still so young to, to find love like there's people who are 17 80 years old and, and finding love like you can't limit yourself to how however old you are you know what I mean I think that six years ago let me do the math you guys were your especially your sister was much younger like still very much dependent on your mother at that time right yes okay I think what maybe and I don't know because I don't know your mom um, <laughs> but I I think that your mom probably still has you and your sister and your well-being as her number one priority over herself and yeah. probably there is maybe a little regret that she was in a bad relationship and you guys were exposed to a bad relationship through her. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that she worries more for you guys than her own happiness. And I think that she would rather not risk losing you guys um, than finding somebody to spend the rest of her life with. And I think that the conversation that needs to happen is it's not like you need to get back out there. It's not that you're not, you're, you're still young. You got a lot of life left in you. I think the conversation that you need to have with your mom is, hey, listen, me and my sister, we are good. You raised us. We're fantastic. We're like in, independent. We're amazing. Whatever you do with your life and dating, okay, that is not us. We're not looking for a new dad. This is just about you and you going out and having a good time. Don't think that you need to try and introduce some man into our lives because that's not your goal and nor is that your responsibility, right? So let her know that. Mm-hmm. that that's really good because it's funny because me and my mom, we've had this discussion because bad relationship also involved me a lot more than my sister. So yeah. me and her have had more like one-on-one heart to hearts. And like, I would tell her, like, listen, whatever animosity me and her had in the past and whatever stick that was driven between us. And I said, that's over and done with me and her. We've, we've, we've had long talks and we've cried it out and we fought, but it's, it's good now. And I've told her, I'm like, listen, like whatever you do here for us, it's not going to, make us feel any different, any less than you, because mm-hmm. we can now have, we have that, you have that trust in us. Yeah. Wait, Rebecca, have you asked your mom, like, does she want to get into another relationship right now? Is she ready to, to move on with that part of her life? See, when we first asked her, she said, no, she's not ready. But yeah. lately she's like been saying it like kind of under the rug, like, you know, those like, like half, half truths. Like she's like, 
yeah, but I don't know, like, mm-hmm. like that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. you know okay. what I mean? So, so, like, I feel like she is, but, like, I think you are right in the sense that I think we do have to have another, I think we have to have, like, a legit sit down, not, like, make it all cool and kind of, like, you know, like, we'll just, if, you, if we tell you don't like them, you got to believe us. But I think it has to be more serious than that. It, it does, and you have to let her know that her need to sort of protect you guys should not be her goal right now. Yeah. And that, yeah, and that, and that you guys are, you guys are good. Cause I think that she, um, for her, you know, it's introducing somebody, you know, to the, to the family and what role are they going to play in your life and how's that dynamic going to work and all this stuff. Just encourage her to say, Hey, listen, you did a fantastic job with us. Okay. We are good. This right now is a conversation about you and your happiness. And if going out on a couple of dates every now and then, uh, is going to make you happy, then we want you to know that you can do that. And we're not going to judge you for it because we're not looking for anything other than to have a a mom who's at her absolute best all the time. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think there's also a fear that she's afraid that she's going to get into another bad relationship and she's going to get hurt because like, she was hurt real bad. She's got to be willing to take a little bit of a risk, right? Okay. And uh, when, it com- when, it, right there. when it comes to dating, you know, the great thing is right now is that I'm sure between you and your sister, your mom has spent countless nights on the bed rubbing your back because you got your ass dumped by some guy who didn't deserve you and she's played that role and just let her know that at some point if she thinks that she's in something great and some lousy guy dumps her ass you and your sister are going to be with her with a bottle of wine on her bed rubbing her back like you guys are in this with her yes I completely agree she just needs that support from you and your sister thank you so much I really appreciate it you guys are legit awesome I I honestly listen to you guys all the time oh well between Roz and Mocha who's your favorite oh god (laughs) Roz is my favorite and I'll tell you why is cause um, not interested (laughs) alright no I'm just kidding I'm kidding I'm kidding (laughs) (laughs) I'm kidding I'm kidding I'm I'm actually the girl who I'm Rebecca I'm the girl who always calls in and asks for Maury and Roz to arm wrestle. Oh. Yeah, I'm always the girl who does it. So I love that Roz is actually the one who's like, yeah, I'm arm wrestle. And then you always beat Maury. Cause <laughs> I was, yeah, because I'm like, I used, to arm, I, arm, I used to arm wrestle professionally. Yeah, I called yeah, you guys. That's right. I remember ago. you. I oh, remember you. Oh, wait a minute. That's, that's right. right. Yeah, yes. you and your boyfriend, right? Well, my girlfriend's husband. Oh, your girlfriend's husband. That's <laughs> yes, right. that's yeah. what it was. Yeah. 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 He, he arm wrestles professionally. Like, he would travel around Ontario and I would go with them and eventually I just picked it up and I would I would do it at the same time. That's so You know, crazy. it's funny. After we talked to you that first time, for like a yeah. week straight, we were looking up in here, um, arm wrestling tables to get, <laughs> to get in the studio. Yeah, that's right. We wanted one. I didn't realize how one. expensive some of them are. They are. They. It is funny. I went to my girlfriend's like a couple weeks after and I looked at her husband. I'm like, so can I borrow your table? I'd like to contact Roger Mosai and see if I can bring it there. And yeah. he's like, do you have a flatbed truck? And <laughs> together? And I'm like... They would, they would kill us if we brought one of those in here. I know. We wouldn't be allowed. No. Okay. Hey, listen. Say hi to your mother for me, okay? I will. All right. <laughs> yeah. You know what's funny is I actually got her on to you guys. I, told, I would always play... I play your podcast when we drive to wherever we do like during the day during the weekends and my mom loves you guys and now she starts now she listens to you guys versus whatever radio station she's listened to oh that's, that's amazing that. thank you rebecca you're welcome thank you guys so much i'll always listen this is the Roz and mocha show podcast 
Man, we love Ryan Reynolds so much on this show. Yeah, uh, Ryan Reynolds, you've seen the uh, the super boring, as he calls it, uh, Conquer COVID-19 t-shirts. And all the proceeds from these are going to help deliver PPE uh, to people in Toronto, Calgary, and Richmond, and all over Canada uh, to the front line. Uh, workers who need it. And he's in this with Haley Wickenheiser. I also love that Ryan Reynolds hates you, Jackman. It's hysterical <laughs> to me. Ryan Reynolds, what's up, brother? It's Raza Mocha. Hey, guys. How are you? Doing this great. How are you on, doing, man? man? You staying safe or what? Uh, I am. That was a totally fake. Hey, guys. How are you, boys? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I uh, just had to get that bottle out of my mouth. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, no, I'm I'm actually fine. I'm actually fine. I have nothing to complain about at all. How how are you guys doing? Good, man. You look like you're doing this sort of quarantine self isolation right. I mean, you're you're entertaining as hell. You're still connecting with fans. You're managing to do a whole lot of good uh, with the t-shirts and getting PPE to the people that need it. Like, did you know you were going to be this good at sitting around doing nothing but still being wildly productive? Wow. Uh, well. I've- I've always uh, I've always had a, a high belt level for lethargy. Uh, I think I'm about a blue or a, a brown belt. Um, but um, no, I, I you know to say I'm doing quarantine well is I it, I don't know that that paints the picture correctly. I mean I don't sit in the same position that the vast majority of people are sitting in right now in 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 not just Canada, the United States, but all over the world. I mean. You know, I don't suffer from food insecurity. I don't, I don't live pay to paycheck to paycheck, you know. So I, um, you know, I think it's incumbent upon people like me to do something about it. And, you know, self, if, I'm to, to pay, if I'm to sort of filter this through the lens of, you know, selfishness, which is the, the greatest lens that any emotionally fragile celebrity is equipped with, uh, is that, you know, for me, I, I, it really helps sort of thwart or offset, you know, insecurity or, anxiety or, you know, depression that I'm feeling is just to get up and, and friggin' do something, you know, and, 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 you know, and my, you know, I, I've never been shy about how much I love Canada and what it's given me and what, and the tools it's equipped me with to sort of navigate my way through the shark infested waters of, of Hollywood and showbiz. So, so I, you know, I, my compass is always pointed North and I, you know, I, I, when I heard that there was some need there and something that I could possibly fill, I was super excited to do that. So, now, Ryan Reynolds, yeah. I know a lot of people um, must reach out to you and your wife to help spread the word about different initiatives. Um, how do you guys select which ones you want to attach your names to? Oh, that's a good question. I, you know, um, I don't really have a great answer for that. There's just certain things that, you know, we love and believe in. I mean, you know, we've, this year we've done a lot of work with the young center for uh, immigrant children's rights and, um, and the NAACP LDF. And then of course, food banks, Canada and feeding America and uh, even, even stuff with the RCMP and different, you know, I mean, I, I, it just depends on, on what's, what's going on. I mean, if this is one, one kind of, you know, limb of bright light that shines when a pandemic happens is that it really sort of throws a giant magnifying glass on society as a whole. And you kind of get to see sort of, you know, you know, the, where, where we're sort of, where we need the most work. And, you know, so certainly lately it's been easier to see what to do and when to do it. Uh, but otherwise it's just, we just, we, we like doing it. You know, we, we enjoy it. Is it because the conquer COVID-19 shirts are so boring that it is so perfect for you? <laughs> <laughs> I, feel, I feel bad about that. So, 
Haley Haley Wickenheiser, <laughs> uh, national treasure, uh, yes. national hero, international uh, human being of the year. You know, I, she she first showed me the shirts that they were wearing, and I just thought, my God, that is that is the most that is I'm being lulled into a state of false security right now, just staring at it. Um, and she said, can you promote it? And I was like, I'll promote it, but I'm going to do it honestly. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I, I was like, let's, we're going to rally behind this, this, uh, horrific shirt. And we're going to, we're going to sell a ton of them. And, you know, I usually find that, you know, when I, I love marketing, I have a marketing company. I love getting to do that. It's sort of like diet storytelling. I, I always think of it in that way. And, and, you know, when I saw that shirt, I was like, well, I think if you hit this thing, honestly, like anything with marketing, if you're authentic about it, people dig it. They'll, 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 they'll buy in. Like, I, let's see if we can sell a boring shirt. And you know what? So far, we've sold like 11,000. We have a soft spot for no frills. You know what I mean? Like, we, we right? dig that up here. That's Canada, man. I agree. Yeah, don't, don't, don't give me the little, uh, don't give me the soft shoe marketing dance. Just tell, tell it to me like it is. Um, hey, uh, that's that's what we do. Yeah. One of the things that I love that you did uh, recently, and I don't know if you have an answer for this yet, but will you be making any more special appearances like through technology with sick kids? Oh, oh yeah. I mean, I, I, I think it's, I think it's sick kids that's telling me to pump the brakes. Oh, I'm wow. Okay. Over, I, I, if I could. Yeah, I, I basically am, am. I feel as though if I could do that, yeah, I, I guess people sort of tend to do that thing with, you know, people in my industry, and they, they sort of oh, don't, don't blow it, or they'll, or they'll get distracted by something shiny and wander away. Um, but I, I, you know, I've always been involved with sick kids. I've been involved with sick kids since I think 2014, and yeah. um, it's a, something that's super close to my heart. So I, if I could. If there weren't travel restrictions, then I could actually be in Toronto right now doing this stuff on the ground with Haley Wickenizer, with the entire uh, volunteer staff of Conquer COVID-19, and certainly with the, the, the people at the Sick Kids Hospital, I would. I, I you know, But thank God for technology. Thank God we can do all these crazy things and zoom right into these these sessions and hang out with these kids and answer questions and act like an idiot. And yeah, it works out pretty well. I think the only thing that would make this whole situation better is if Hugh Jackman came out with like a really beautiful, highly detailed COVID-19 shirt and started selling that one. I would not put it past that a-hole <laughs> to be on that right now. <laughs> really. I bet, uh, I, bet, I bet his, I bet his is like a gold flex lavender unitard with ConquerCOVID19.ca embossed in raised fonts and lettering. Just something absolutely outstanding. He's probably working on a Conquer COVID 19 luge outfit. Knowing uh, you. Because, because if, you, if there's one thing you could say about Hugh Jackman, he does everything very well. Very, very well. Uh, Ryan Reynolds, you are truly the best. Thank you very much for joining us on the Raza Moga Show. ConquerCOVID19.ca is where where you can get your shirts right now. Uh, brother, stay safe. Thank you so much, man. Much love to you and your entire family. All right. Ditto. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me on. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Saw straight up looting today. You saw what? A looting. Looting? Yeah. So there's a gas station on Jarvis. Yeah. Uh, just south of us. Like... Wellesley. Like Wellesley kind of thing. Yeah. It's got the... The burger place the in it? The burger place in it. Uh-huh. And I was driving up and I was at the light. And I saw like 
two dudes running on the front, out of the back part where I guess you go in to like buy the gas and their arms were just like full of stuff. <gasps> no. Right? And yeah. one guy ran one, one way and then the other guy ran the other way and then the guy who was working came out the other door which just faces the street and just like started yelling at this guy calling him like an a-hole and yes. all this stuff as this guy just casually walked across the street with like arms full Did of you see what's like, up? it was like chips and Gatorade and yeah. I'm just guessing other stuff. The essentials. And then he dropped something, he bent down right in front of me and like picked it up and stuff. But yeah, like a straight up looting, man. And what'd you do? What could I do? Chase him down. What am I gonna do? I'm not gonna chase somebody down. Get that Gatorade and chips. No, it's not my job. I'm nobody's hero. So what'd the guy do? What'd like the employee do? Just stand there or do you turn no, around and walk I, back? I, it was it was obvious that there's a protocol that when something like that happens, you don't yeah, no, go, you can't. You don't go after the person. No, because you don't right? know what the other person uh yeah, might so, be capable of or did you, you film it? Not having no. any weapons on them or anything. No. Um no, I didn't film it. Um, That's crazy. No, but there's obviously a protocol, yeah, where you don't go after them. Although you could tell the guy wanted, because the, and the guy obviously who was doing the looting knew that what the protocol was because he didn't even run. Yeah. Well, they have it on video now, right? Like they have the the yeah, cameras. Still. What are you gonna do? What no, do you, but do they know? just released that to head office, and because I mean that's not your. And then job. what? No, but like, what are you gonna what are you gonna do, man? I'm gonna like, put like, on the news and say no, like, catch these two like, jabronis that stole chips and Gatorade. Yeah, right. Like that's a low priority. Then these guys know it too. Yeah, right? like they're not gonna like they're not gonna go after them. I didn't think things like that happened still. Well, you I'm sure it I'm sure it happens a lot, and we just don't know about I, it. I think it's happening more now. Well, you used oh, to be able yeah. to jump over the counter, like if you were the staff member. Now there's the Pexi glass. You have to go all the way around. Yeah, no, there was, uh, there was, like, and the, the guy w who was working there just like kind of just he didn't even close the door behind him. Like he just held the door open and just started yeah. cussing the guy out as he was walking away. Because yeah. what else can you do? Nothing. At that you can't point, do, nothing. There's nothing. And like the guy dropped like a can of something and then bent down to pick it up. And but chips, gator, like how much really in value? Not much. Well, it doesn't matter though, right? They're still stealing. Yeah. Stealing, 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 stealing. Looting's looting. And I'm just wondering if you know it's if this is just. Uh, sort of unique to that individual or if this is, you know, because of everything that's going on because people are in so much. I, I think, know. knowing the neighborhood that we're in, yeah, right? I think it was just a couple of guys who were maybe smoking a little bit of weed and walked in that store and decided... No, this was... No, no, no. They were not high partiers. Oh, no, not no, at all. No, not no, partiers. No, 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 no. no, no, no. But like... No. The area, it's kind of a, you know, there are yeah. pockets that are pretty sketchy. Yeah. So it's not a surprise that something like this would happen. I know, but when's the last time you saw somebody looting snacks because they were know, a little high? A it doesn't have it. You don't see that. No, not at all. You, see I'm some, sure. you know, I'm sure people steal things every now and then, but this was like, I'm talking the dude's arms were full. Both of them. But like full. Yeah. Like he was like, stuff was like spilling off to the sides. I mean, you don't know thing, how often right? it happens in this. I mean, this is the one time you saw it. Mm -hmm. You know, going back to yeah. Mocha's point in this neighborhood, that could happen more often oh, than I know. you know. Oh, it's such a wild neighborhood too. That's crazy. Yeah. So yeah. how long, like when you saw, when you witnessed everything, because you were at a light, yeah. right? It was a red light, yeah. How like how many seconds would you say all of this transpired before your light turned green and you had to go? The guy, like, he walked across the street because he had the right of, like, he, yes. he had the, he had, he's following the rules. He's following the rules of the road. And, and, like, my man didn't even, like, he didn't even rush. Like, yeah. you know, sometimes when you're carrying something heavy, you sort of lean forward and do a shuffle step. Sure, yeah. he, he was casual <laughs> when he was walking away. Hey, were you scared? No, no I wasn't it's scared. Like a, I was scared I, of did what? you lock the doors? No, my windows were open. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, you dropped something. Yeah.
This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. The text that Tony sent to us, Roz, was directed at you. Hey, Roz, did you get my hot dog recipe? I sent it to you on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> I was listening to your podcast and listening to uh, Roz's recipe, and I thought, yeah, that's pretty good. But yeah, Ooh, there was a- you have you have a better. Uh, uh- a better way of cooking hot dogs? Yeah, it's it's kind of a you can only have one a week kind of thing because it feels really heavy. But <laughs> oh, wow. okay, so just to recap, no. So I was saying that like the perfect hot dog to me, and it's it's a bare bones hot dog, right? It's a, a traditional boiled hot dog. Yeah, you can fry it in a pan with a little butter. You can do a lot of stuff. But I was just talking traditional bare bones boiled hot dog, right? And you just take a pot of water, fill it full of water, boil up the water, throw the hot dogs in. And then on top of that pot, you put your vegetable steamer, right? And you take your vegetable steamer and you put the vegetable steamer on top of that hot water. And in that vegetable steamer is where you throw the buns. And then you put the lid on. And as the hot dogs are cooking, you quickly steam the buns. The buns do not have to be in there for a long time. But then you take them out, you slap the hot dogs inside the buns, and everything is just like that delicious, soft mush that just disintegrates in your mouth like cotton candy. Okay. And it's a wonderful hot dog experience. So, Tony, your recipe for your once-a-week hot dog (laughs) is is what? Well, it's just, and and Roz kind of kind of went there a little bit but yeah so what you do is instead of adding a lot of water to your hot dog this is basically like a dry method so uh, instead of doing a lot of boiling you split the hot dog down the middle right and it's got to be a big like a big hot dog not like the little tiny you know the ones you cook out by the fire but a nice big one i I disagree man i disagree the little wiener's the superior wiener I'm not going to go there. Uh, (laughs) I can hear Maury in the background. He's loving it. All the wiener talk. Um, So you split the the hot dog down the middle, add the butter into the frying pan, right? And then you're going to fry both sides of the hot dog, right? Mm -hmm. So you got like a nice good coating of butter and a little bit of crunch on the inside of the the hot dog. And then with the bun, you're going to butter the inside of the bun, Right. And then you're basically going to do almost like a grilled cheese type thing. Like you're going to fry the inside of the bun. So you have soft on the outside, crunchy on the inside. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. And then, so now that you've kind of butterflied the hot dog, when you put it in the bun, now it's like the perfect little pocket for all your fixings. Right. Oh, them fixings. And then what, what fixings are you putting on it, Tony? Me, I'm, I'm basically like just a, a mustard guy yeah. and maybe relish. It's it's interesting. So you're very much into the mutilation method, which is you slice the you slice the wiener like right down the middle and cook it in two halves. I'll tell you what makes me nervous about your bun technique. What's that? Toasting the inside of a bun, buttering and toasting the inside of the bun um, requires you to overextend the spine of a bun, and that will lead to a full split. And there's, I, I there's, understand where you're going. There's for sure. nothing worse than when somebody hands you a hot dog True. and the bottom of the bun is split. Yeah, there's and then no, it's a sandwich. There's no excuse for that. Absolutely, I agree 100. percent So it's very you got your cutting technique is is a big thing. I, right? I understand. Now, are you what kind of bun are you using? Are you using like fancy buns that you cut your own self, or are you using just buns out of a bag? No, not out of a, out of a bag. Like I'll go to like uh, I don't know if I can say the name of the place, but oh, who cares? Like, just say it. Just say it. Yeah, like a bun master. Yeah. Right, and I'll just get like a, a their hot dog rolls, yeah, and just cut it so that you're. I mean, even if you have to 
press it down and force it open by hand kind of thing. Cause like you said, you don't want to, right. You don't want to. No, yeah. No, no, I mean, no. it's not Come on guys, looking, grow up. It's, it's not, about, not about looking pretty. It's just, you know, like you said, mutilation's the best way to go. Right. Well, <laughs> you guys are so childish. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if there's a place, I wonder if there's a wiener master. And there's, like a, there's bun, a bun there's master. Maury more, like, just put his hand up. Maury, you yeah. are not the wiener master. <laughs> okay, so, Maury, is there a wiener master? So that is the once a week hot dog uh, recipe from you, which is great. Uh, maybe people give it a try. Yeah. Hey, Tony, we appreciate the text and thank you for listening to the Raza Mocha Show. Guys, you're, you're both amazing. And, and yeah, you, you bring so much fun to everybody's day and, and especially during these times. Thank you so much. You uh, it, thanks, man. man. Between Raza and Mocha, who's your favorite though? Oh. Oh, uh, wow. Um, I'm kind of in the same, uh, you know, elderly age as, as Roz, so I kind of got to follow that, right? But, honestly, though, Roz... Like the, the crustiness, I'm right there with you, man. Listen, man. Okay. Mocha, you 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 bring the laugh and it and it makes everybody just, you know, giddy. So Okay. I, I'd, 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 I'd have to go with, with Mocha. Sorry. Okay, listen, Jackass. Why don't you just take your old ass split mutilated wiener and overcooked damaged bun and just go to hell, right? There you go. <laughs> Thanks, Tony. One, you too, later. Thank you. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Let me uh, read you this. And you tell me, do you think Chris Hemsworth low-key dissed Miley Cyrus? Ooh. So, Liam Hemsworth, we know, Miley's ex. Yeah. They're married, filed for divorce, the whole deal. So, Chris Hemsworth is doing an interview Chris Hemsworth, a.k.a. Thor. Right. And they're asking him about Liam being in incredible shape. And so Chris says this, I think he's done it, meaning he's now the fittest of the three brothers. Did you see the men's health cover? Did you see the men's health cover? I thought, not bad, not bad, kid. He's out there training and staying fit and back in Australia doing his thing. It's Australian living, I guess. We got him out of Malibu. Oh! <laughs> yeah, it's a distant mile. Right? <laughs> To be. Come on, man. Right? Come on. I mean, that's where they lived. She wrote the song Malibu about yeah. them, right? Yeah, that's that's a sneak this right there. Yeah, we got him out of Malibu. <laughs> right? And when you say about a brother, we got them out of whatever situation, you're not actually saying we got them out of that situation. What you're saying is we got him away from Miley. Yeah. Right? That's what you're saying. But it's framed as we got him out of Malibu. Uh huh. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Perfect movie is trending right now. I don't know if you saw that. Five no. perfect movies. Ooh, hit me. So everybody, it's one of these things. People are just so bored that they're like, okay, let's get it on. Yeah. And so somebody just throws out another question, which is five perfect movies. So your job is to now name five perfect movies. Okay. And, uh, there's a lot of people taking it very seriously. Um, and then for everybody taking it seriously, somebody replies to that with the troll job. Oh, perfect. So, I love it. So like Jack Tapper from, uh, is it Jake Tapper? Jake Tapper, yeah. right? So Jake Tapper uh, from CNN wrote, Chinatown, Little Women, Moonlight, Rear Window, and Groundhog Day. Not bad. Not a bad choice. 
And then somebody replied to him with, Ernest goes to camp, Ernest saves Christmas, <laughs> Ernest goes to jail, Ernest scares stupid, and Ernest rides again. <laughs> know what I mean, Barn? <laughs> <laughs> but it's interesting, though, what, what different people find to be perfect movies. Yeah. Because it really says a lot about their taste. There's a lot of people saying Forrest Gump. Uh-huh. Uh, there's, yeah. a, there's a lot of Pulp Fiction. There's a lot of Godfather 2. Yeah, that would be on my list. There's a lot of Groundhog Day. Uh-huh. Because it was a brilliant screenplay. Um, there is a lot of Empire Strikes Back. There's yep, a lot for Jaws. List. There's a lot for Shawshank. Ooh, so good. There is a lot for Inception, Parasite, which just won all the Academy Awards. Um, what do you think? Some of the good ones. Like what? What's a perfect going movie? Going on 30 is one of my favorites. But not your favorite movie. What is a perfect movie? It's you know five what? I perfect also think- movies. And this might be profound. That what makes the perfect movie to you is what you do when watching the movie. To me, Christmas Vacation is the perfect movie because I watch it with my dad no, every no, no, year. No, 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 no. It's not the perfect movie. Like it's not the perfect movie that you enjoy. It's a perfect movie, as in a flawless execution of a brilliant script where there's no holes. Where it is the perfect movie. Character development, resolution, conflict, everything. Back Man. to the future. Back to the future. A lot of people say back to the future. Yeah, back to the future would be on my list. Uh, either Empire Strikes Back or Force Awakens would be on my list. Okay. Godfather 2 for sure would be on my list. Yeah. <sighs> Scarface and Goodfellas. Scarface? Scarface is not a perfect movie. For me it is. See, but That'd that goes back to what movie. I said, not it, it, what makes a good movie for you. No, no, That's no, no, what Ross said. No, 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 but Mocha knows it's not a perfect movie. Then you can't just say, well, for me, it's a perfect movie. This has to be what you could, what would be considered a perfect movie. Like, what is a perfect movie? Like Scarface. Scarface is not a perfect movie. It tells the story of the American dream. <laughs> what about Wizard of Oz? <laughs> Uh, yeah, There's no I guess, holes in that. Well, it, the whole thing is just kind of dumb. Uh, fair, <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> That's one massive it's hole. It's perfectly dumb. The whole thing is a massive hole. Uh, I would say Ferris Bueller's Day Off is a perfect movie. Oh, that's a classic, yeah. Uh, just a perfect movie because uh-huh. there's there's just nothing that you can punch a hole through right. with Ferris Bueller's okay, Day Christmas, Off. I'm going to go back to Christmas Vacation. Punch a hole in that. Go for well, it. First of all, Christmas Vacation is, it's I hilarious. one-tenth as good as the original Vacation. Okay, I don't know what that means, but it's better. <laughs> you don't know what one I don't know if I can make that any more clear. No, right? you, you know can't. I mean? You really there's, can't. There's no other way to say that. Well, one right? tenth is a small number. Yes. <laughs> okay, here's the question. How small is one tenth, Maury? Right, it's, it's such a small percentage of it being a bad movie. Not once Excuse did he ever say me. percent. No. <laughs> okay. It's just, it's a good movie. <laughs> There's no holes. Okay, okay. Anyway, Saving Private Ryan is on the list of the perfect movies. A lot of people have Top that. Gun. Top Gun. You can say Top Gun if you want. Sure. Um, a lot of people for Goodfellas, Mocha, you're right. A lot yeah, of people you. say Goodfellas. Um, Mamma Mia and Mamma Mia 2, that's all you no, need, says really? somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Yo, Fabian. Yo. What's up, dog? What's going on? Hold on. Wait, before you say anything, before you say anything, hold on. Let me show Roz. Yeah. This picture that you, so Fabian emailed me, okay? Yeah. Show him. (laughs) 
You know what? I'm surprised we didn't hear from you yesterday. Of all days of the year, Fabian. Yesterday I, was 420. Dude, and you being I the slipped. biggest weed head that we speak to on planet Earth, we did not talk to you on 420. What happened? Were you so I, high that you forgot to call us? That and look what I was trimming, man. Okay, look <laughs> at this. So Fabian sent us uh, the weed plant that he's been growing. Oh, right. Well, so look at that. It's, it's a beautiful looking plant, by the yeah. way. Um, and then this other, so there's two pictures of a full plant, and then the second picture in between your uh, your fingers, you have what do they call it? A bud? I'm not a weed head, so yeah, what is a bud. this? This that's, is one bud. Full, yeah, one bud that I fully trimmed myself. Okay, it looks like a piece of broccoli. Yeah, is a that, nice purple piece of broccoli. Is that a big bud? Like, is that considered to be a big bud? Is that a nice bud? That's, nice size. That's bud? a nice size. Nice, nice size. No, yes, it okay. is. Yes. Oh, now, right. would you yes. use that in one blunt, or would you? Use the contents to make smaller ones. One blunt. That's oh, just okay. one, huh? Wow. That's one nice big size J. And then do you uh, do you just like crush it with your fingers, or do you have like something that you crush it with? I got a grinder. Got a grinder. You got a grinder? Okay. I got a grinder. Yeah, yeah. I stopped using my hands when I was eighteen. Maury stopped using his hands at eighteen too because of grinder. <laughs> <laughs> That's such a good one. That's such a good one. That's a good one, man. Now, Fabian, I know. No, you had to say it. I had to. to. Now, I know you have uh, names for the plants that you grow, right? Like, what's the name of this one? This one is called Ocean Grown Cookies. Ocean Grown (laughs) Cookies. Do you come up with the names, or are these names, like, given already to the plants? I buy the seeds like this, and they're named already. Oh, wow. That's incredible. And I buy them basic, basically on their names. So this one's mixed with Girl Scout cookies and OG Kush. <laughs> <laughs> hey, don't worry. Hey, by this time, by this time next year, you yeah. have my word. I'm going to come out with a Rosin Mocha Kush. Eh? I would love that. I bought, I just bought, or actually a hydroponic store gave me a, a last month this spring that turns female plants into male plants to make your own female seed. Oh, that's incredible. So I already... I already picked a strain, two strains, and I'm going to mix for you guys. Yeah. Uh, one's called the new, and I spent $175 for five seeds, which is really expensive. Hold on, wow. which seed? Which wow. seed is which seed is going to turn female? Uh, the new. No, no, the new. No, like between Ross and Mocha. <laughs> like, is there is there a Ross seed and a Mocha seed, and one of them got to turn? No, it's gonna. I'm gonna get the new mixed with something else, and then I'm gonna call it Raza Mocha Kush. Okay. I like that. Do you it's already so know? Do you already know like what kind of like scent? Well, not scent, but what flavor is gonna come from that from that strain? I'm hoping it's gonna be a sweet and cushy and cookie smelling. But hey, do you guys mind if I give a big shout out to some guys, man? Because if it wasn't for them, I wouldn't be able to grow this beautiful herb. <laughs> you want to give an acceptance speech now? <laughs> Honestly, last year I went to the Lift Expo and I met Kind LED and they gave me this $2,000 light for free to run in my tent and to show the world how good this light grows. And honestly, if you guys could see, it grows amazing. Uh-huh. All right, on, fair yeah, enough. Yeah. Listen, man, we got to support local in every way we can, right? So why not, exactly, right? why not also support the guy who sells the weed lights? Hey, I'm not telling it. Man. He's, he's hurting too. Me. No, but your guy is. I'm not saying you, man. No, no, no. I know, I know, no. I'm just bigging up the guys that you know. They helped me out, man. Yeah. I, was, uh, I couldn't afford a two thousand dollar light right now. Who you know, can? they sent it to me for free. 
told me to grow it. It's all over my Instagram page. You'll see my whole from seed <laughs> all the way to harvest. Perfect. I love it. All right, Fabian. I love you guys, man. I'm no. so sorry I missed you guys yesterday, man. Honestly, I was so depressed all day yesterday. You I, know yo, what? It's not surprising that on 420, our biggest weed head fan mm-hmm. in the entire universe forgot to call us. You know what I'm saying? I felt so bad, man. That's why I made sure I sent you some pictures. I called today. Hey, uh, all month is 420. It's April flipping to 2020. All oh, month that's is right. That's right. All month is 420. You're absolutely, absolutely. right. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 All, right. <laughs> all right, Fabian. I love you guys. You don't know that, man. You guys are so awesome, man. Keep doing what you're doing. Us, the city appreciates you guys at this time. Trust me, man. Uh, Trust best. me. You keep us sane, man. Thank you so much. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hey, Webb. Hi there. How are you? It's Ron Zamoka. Good morning. I'm good, thanks. How are you? Doing good. So this is a uh, super long distance, Ron Zamoka Fix My Life. Uh, how are things in Perth, Australia? Yeah, um, things are good here. Um, the government, um, I think, is uh, doing a good job uh, where, where we are. We're, we actually had zero um, cases of new infection the day before. That's oh, wow. Right. You wrote us this web. Uh, Roz and Mocha fixed my life. I'm currently, as Mocha just said, in Perth, Western Australia, away from my wife and two kids. Mother's Day is coming up, and I would love to give something really special to my wife for Mother's Day. She's a great mom to our kids, and it's been really challenging for her in this time of COVID-19, doing it all alone. So I want to show her that she's appreciated and loved for all that she's doing for our family. Please fix my life with all the stores closed and me being away over here. What would you suggest as a good gift? So you're in Australia for work, or what? Why are you? Where, first of all, where's your wife? Uh, she's in Toronto. She's in Toronto, uh, North York. She's in Toronto. You're in Australia. Are you there for work, or how long have you been away from her for? Yeah, I came here in December, uh, just for like uh, short-term work. It, it was going to be a six-month um, uh, kind of deal. Gotcha. And then this thing happened with the COVID, so um, we're kind of uh yeah i think that you're in a fortunate position and that is that you can you can get a lot of things still delivered yeah Um, i I think that you're okay with that but if you're looking for something meaningful i think one of the areas that being in isolation has reopened up for people is there's a lot of sort of kicking it old school i think a lot of people are doing game nights at home we're playing board games again we're doing puzzles we're playing cards we're doing all this sort of like non-digital stuff and and kicking it a little bit old school and i would say that in a time like right now the one thing that i feel would be greatly appreciated you can also do something else but i think the one thing that would be greatly appreciated is i would sit in whatever room you're in right now in Perth, Australia, and I would write down every single thing inside of you that you're feeling, handwritten in a letter, stick a stamp on it, and send it to her. Oh, that's that's a good idea. I really um, would. I was yeah. going to say something wait, similar. Wait, yeah. wait, I haven't done that. I really would. I would write her the most beautiful letter, all your feelings, all your words, missing her, everything that you've said, how yeah, wonderful man. she is, how she's kicking ass and doing it on her own. And then I would go online and I would find the most plush, glorious, wonderful, softest, award-winning bathrobe that you can find, that money can buy, that you can afford. And I'd have that shipped right along with it. Okay. Noted. 
bathrobe. Not sure yeah. if she's a more of a bathrobe kind of person. You know, but, uh, um, it's just it's just, <laughs> it's just cozy though, man. It's like cozy. Like you want. I you think need, she would appreciate. You, yeah, it. you gotta you gotta go for like something that just makes her feel good. Because then when know? she looks at that item, that bathrobe or whatever, or whatever it is that you it decide is. to, to get for her, she's gonna think of this moment in time right now. She's gonna yeah. think of you. She's gonna think of the nice sweet gesture that you tried to make uh, to make her Mother's Day, which is different this year from any other year, a lot more special. Mm -hmm. And I agree with Roz. I was going to suggest something similar where you just make a handmade card and everything that you wrote to us, you write to her. But in greater detail because you yeah. know your relationship. Yeah. What, yeah. Is, she, what is she like? What's she in, what, what is she into? Is she into clothes? Is she into shoes? What's she into? What's her thing? Um, basically, I know she loves clothes. Um, yeah. Um, but basically since, um, you know, having family and all, she actually kind of pushed that back, put it in the back burner. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes she, she, she thinks twice before buying it. Um, just because, you know, it's not the priority right now. Sure. But, but find out what those things are and then just do and, 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 and sort of pull the trigger on it and do it for like, if she is into, and I'm just throwing this out there. You know, if she's like a, you know, Jimmy Choo, you know, kind of gal, you know her size, you know what she likes, you know her taste. Go online, have a pair delivered, you know, to the house and say, once all this nonsense is over and I jump on a plane and get back there, you know, you're going to wear these and look dynamite. Like, I don't know, something like that. You can do, there's a lot yeah, of things you, know you can likes. do. You know what she likes. You can also, right, there's, there's yeah. also, there's also things like if you can find online, you know, and I don't know if she's into this, but sort of quarantine gift ideas. If you can find online somebody that does like Zoom art classes or something ridiculous Aww. like that, right? And then that's something that you guys can do together. You know, she's in Toronto, you're in Australia, you guys zoom into whatever art teacher that you've hired to do this online class where you sit there and draw together and you have a glass of wine and she has a glass of wine and the kids are in bed and the time change works and all this other stuff. Like you can do something like like that together like you can sort of have fun and be present in each other's lives without just sitting there on facetime i think like you can make like you know a small event out of it i was just gonna mention um it's funny how you mentioned game nights i ordered in a scrabble for them and then i played with, with uh them and the kids um uh online oh, <laughs> yeah there you, oh, there you go yeah, perfect no, i'm doing lo long distance yeah yeah. Thank you so much. I, I really am enjoying um, your show. I'm, I'm listening to your podcast, um, like to you know get through my day, uh, my day to day oh, at nice. work. I've started from the beginning, and um, basically, when there's new uh, podcasts out, I go back to that, and then go back again to the. Uh, yeah, so it's it's been good listening to you, having a laugh, and um, yeah, thank you. No, thank, thank you, man. you, Ab. Appreciate it. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Oh, did you uh, hear about this flight from Fort Lauderdale to St. Louis where they had one passenger on board? No. Yeah, they had one passenger. And when the flight crew went on the microphone to sort of welcome everybody onto the flight, yeah. this is how it went down. Hold on. Yeah, it's a flight crew. Uh, you got it there. So for safety emergency exit. We're talking to Bob. So 
So what she's Hello, saying is, I can't hear it. Listen. Thanks for coming along with us. Want to make sure we show you something that's not much house compounding. Welcome aboard, Bob. Because oh. <laughs> that's everything's new now, right? You see all those idiots that showed up at the beach on, in Florida oh, over the weekend? Oh, dude. So stupid. Don't even. Well, I mean, they did open the beach. It's not like they did know, anything wrong. I know, I know, I know, I know. But we're so, like, it, it's, I know, I can't even with Florida right now. Or with so much of the states right now. That's why hashtag Florida people Moron people, was uh, oh, trending yesterday. God, people all yelling at nurses and everything else in the streets. Terrible. They, they want, I don't know. It's it, Everything is just so... We're at the point Chaos. now of where the stuff that happens in the streets is not going to calm down. It's only going to get worse down yeah. there. And I don't think it's going to happen up here. I don't think we're going to be affected by anything like that. We're a little too level-headed. And I think that we have proper leadership up here. Um, but down there, it is going to get ugly. It's like, wild. Ugly. Yeah. I saw a video of like a woman yelling at a nurse on the street. For what though? Tell him to go back to China. <gasps> no. Yeah, he's a nurse. Yeah. Yeah. Not like go back. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you know, if you, uh, go... Uh, I don't even know the context, but it was it wasn't a like like sort of I guess it was wildly racist now that I think about it. But it was more of like where the coronavirus was. It's so yeah. bad, why don't you go and do that? Like that <gasps> kind of thing. Because people want to go out of their house, right? They want to go to the house and they want to be free and it's give me liberty or give me death. You know, something you know? similar. I read and they'll something probably similar, get both. Uh happened in Markham out here. Really? Uh, a woman was in a lineup at a grocery store and the yeah. woman in front of her was yelling at somebody else, somebody else who's Asian in the in the supermarket yeah. saying stay away from me stay away from me I don't want to get it right and then when this lady who's telling the story said that she said something to the woman in front of her then that lady was like well I'm scared I'm scared of you yeah and yeah, in Mississauga there was a bylaw officer that gave a ticket to somebody and that person tried to beat up the cop Woof. Hey, and they was, got another ticket yeah what was the uh, what was the the ticket for? Seven hundred and eighty dollars. No, what were they oh, doing though? Sitting on a bench. Oh God, you know that's the that's see that that turns me into a rage head right there. Yeah. Like I get it, I get it. Tell me to move along. Totally. You know? Just tell, like me, tell me to move person, along. Maybe that person was walking for a little bit. I don't know the full story. <laughs> and it was like, oh man, let me catch my breath real quick. Yeah. I gotta sit. Yeah. Right? Let me sit for like two minutes. Then sit on the grass. Sit on the ground. You'll be no ticket there. What the What the hell's the difference though? You know. But the bylaw officer could have just said, "Excuse me." Yeah. Move you along. Know, Come you on. Know the rules like hustle. Yeah. Get out of here. I know it's it's tough though. It's I know tickets seven hundred dollars tickets for sitting on a bench. It's like we now live there. Yeah, right? I know. It's wild. It's sad. It's wild, man. And it's cold out. It's freezing outside. <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. From Canada to Australia, Simu Liu, star of uh, Kim's Convenience, is uh, is currently filming, or he was filming, Roz, the new Marvel movie. Yeah, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. This was, like, incredible because, one, we love Simu Liu, uh, but two... It's like the next generation of Marvel. So you land the role, you fly to Australia, you start shooting, and then COVID-19 happens. Simu Lu, welcome back to the Ron Zamoka Show. This is my favorite show, guys. I'm so happy. <laughs> What's going on, How man? you feeling, brother? Good. I'm good. I'm so far away from you guys. It's so great to hear your voices. It feels like it feels like home. Aw, dude. Happy belated birthday, by the way. Thank you. Thank you. It was, I mean, you didn't miss it by that much. It was, it was just yesterday. And, and I think it's pretty early uh, in the morning for you guys, That's right? That's true. So you you turn 30 in quarantine in a country that you don't 
don't live in, uh, away from like family and friends. That's a milestone to do alone. What did you do? Uh, well, first of all, I turned 31. I oh, would 31. love to Sorry. have turned 30. Uh, unfortunately, <laughs> I am a year older than that, and it's not showing any kind of signs of stopping. So that's disappointing. But um, <laughs> on the whole, the birthday, actually, it was, it was really good. It was really good. Um, in the days leading up to it, I, I asked some of my fans and followers to, you know, if they would step up and donate to, like, a hospital or a, um, a health network of their choice, and, and they really stepped up. So, honestly, like, that's been the most encouraging thing for me is, is actually, even though I, I do feel far away from home and everything, um, I do feel like the world is in a way connected in, in a way that it hasn't been before. So, mm -hmm. so that's been, it's been kind of cool. Um, and then, you know, I, I just got some really great uh, friends from back home who sent like balloons and stuff and made sure they were delivered to me in Sydney. So nice. um, I feel, I feel very loved. And you finally joined TikTok, huh? Yeah, man. It's tough. It's tough. I feel like a, like a grandpa on TikTok. I, I literally learned a renegade dance from a 12 year old. It was, it was just the most depressing thing because, because she seemed like she was doing it so naturally. And then I was like, I literally felt like a dinosaur. I was just like, okay, and then I do a body wave and then the clap. And then the, <laughs> Hey, are you filming the uh, Shang-Chi movie in Australia? Is that why you're there still right now? Uh, that is, that is why we're there. Although, although of course, like every other film production, you know, whatever have you in the world, um, that's, that's kind of been put on hiatus. How far into filming though? Uh, we were, yeah, we were, we were like a good, we were like a good chunk in. And then, and then, you know, uh, one day, you know, you kind of show up to work and they're like, Hey, just like taking a precaution. We're going to take a couple days off. A few people are going to get tested and we're like, Oh yeah, no problem. Like way to, you know, we got to play it safe. That's good. And then a couple days later when we're supposed to come back to work, they're like, ah, actually it's going to be a little while. And then, you know, I, I feel like the whole world is experiencing this at the same time. It was like, every day more news was coming out and the situation was getting progressively more like serious and, and dire. How do you manage to keep the, like your Marvel body going while you can't go to a gym? Yeah, that's a really good question, man. Um, <laughs> you know, to be honest, cause we're all just sitting around, we're all just sitting around gaining 15 pounds during all this, but like you can't. Oh, but I can. Oh, <laughs> no, yeah. no, uh, look, look. <laughs> Look, we don't know when we're going to be back, all right? It could be months. I mean, I mean, who am I to put myself through that kind of mental anguish and torture if, if, if you know, the return date is like five or six months from now? That means I've got at least three or four months of, of, of good, solid junk food eating uh, left to do. Now, I'm sorry for those of you listening at home who are looking for reasons to be motivated to work out. You're not going to get it from me. I love <laughs> cake <laughs> 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 so that's oh. my marvel diet right now what, all right what happens because you're in the middle of shooting and you're the first person we've talked to that's in the middle of a large production that was shooting normally with actors and directors everybody has their sort of schedule presumably for the next even couple of years all laid out when everything is backed up there are presumably deadlines maybe like around christmas or early spring that people can't move like aside from not being able to go and finish uh shang chi what else is this affecting probably for like the next couple of years well you know i do this other little show uh in canada called kim's convenience hey! exactly. and obviously that's been that, hell yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> obviously that's been that's been affected too so you know we were in a situation before where the with a where the shooting timelines worked out and now you know, it's up in the air, but really, like, nobody has any answers. Nobody's going to have any answers for a little while. So I think it's like you make a choice just to, like, not get caught up in the chaos and you just take it a day at a time.
Um, it's good to know that you guys are still at it, though. I mean, honestly, I, I think I think Toronto needs Razamoka just to like maintain some semblance of sanity. You know, we hear it's it's really it's crazy because you know we hear that we hear that a lot, and the only thing we want to do is we just want to come on because people are they're still driving in and people have to do some really rough jobs, and so we come in and we you know and we do this because it's like we asked people what what they wanted from us the show right, and what they had said was right. just just consistency just be the escape that you guys are and uh and and it's working out but i mean we may be having fun and we're goofing and everything else but everything we do is to just probably give somebody a little bit of sanity who's got to do a job that is just so extreme right now of course of course i mean that's the sort of the whole thinking behind going going on tiktok too i'm just like i feel like i just don't know what else to do other than to like just keep kind of trying to make people laugh and smile and and if, if somebody gets a chuckle out of something i do or how terribly I dance, then then I will have done something right. I joined TikTok as well. Uh-huh. I have not, I haven't posted anything. Oh. But I think I have one follower. <laughs> I'm terrified to post on TikTok. TikTok to well, me you know what, you know what I don't know, man. TikTok frightens me. You're you're what we call a boomer, you know? There's not many boomers Shut on TikTok. Your mouth. <laughs> Shut your mouth, boomer. Listen, punk. I am I am I am straight up Gen X. You jerk. Steve <laughs> uh, it's so great catching up with you. Thank you very much for taking time out of your day to hang out on the Razamoga show. Uh, you stay safe out there in Australia. And one final question. Since you are out there filming uh, Shang-Chi, or you were filming, it's on hiatus right now, the yes, new sir. Marvel movie. Uh, what can you tell us about yes, phase four of the MCU? <laughs> I can't tell you anything. No, there's no way. There's, there's people listening right now that'll, that'll kill me. Um, uh, but I can tell you that the movie's going to be great. And and it's gonna and it's gonna have scenes uh, and action and 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 all that stuff like you've never seen before in a Marvel movie or elsewhere. So I promise I won't tell anyone. But will you be in the next Avengers movie? Uh, that is a hard no comment for me. And on that note, wow. I think I gotta go. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I got a cake waiting. Uh, yeah. Are you worried that you're gonna <laughs> blow their special effects budget now that when you go back to work they're gonna have to CGI your love handles off? Oh man. I got, I got, look, I got good genetics. Right? Yeah. Okay. Right. No, I, okay. I, 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 All right. Whatever. Whatever. And then, and then, you know. Simalu, we we'll love you, brother. We'll talk in July. Thank yeah. you so much, man. Thank you, guys. Love you, too. Keep doing your thing. Roz and Mocha on KISS. So which movie were you saying you just before we went on the air earlier, you were talking about a movie that was going to go another one that was supposed to hit theaters. Oh, the new Scooby-Doo movie. Is that what is that what it is? That's the latest animated movie that's going to go straight to on demand. So uh, because I was reading an article that Warner Brothers is possibly rethinking the theatrical model. And now there's no definitive anything on all of this. But with the way things are going in certain areas, heavily populated areas in the in the U.S., New York, Los Angeles, so on and so forth. Yeah. And certain states are going to allow, or the plan is to allow movie theaters, like Georgia, they want to open movie theaters on April 27th. So Monday, right? Oh, wow, yeah. And, but that doesn't say anything about how many people are going to actually go to the movies. Right. So you have two things. You have movie theaters are closed and then you have the willingness of individuals to actually go and sit in a theater. So it's not enough for movie theaters to be open. You have to wait for the public mm-hmm. to decide to return to the theater. And have that trust. And so the idea is that 
they may be rethinking the theatrical model. And what that means, I don't know. Could it mean that movies like Wonder Woman 1984? Could it mean that the new Chris Nolan movie, which is also set to be released on July 17th, those huge movies could also be sort of a hybrid of on-demand and theatrical, or are they just going to keep pushing movies? I think they're going to keep pushing movies because I think more people... Let's say they still do a theatrical release, right? And one month later, it's available on demand. Yeah. For me, I would be willing to wait the one month to watch the movie. Unless it was something that I was really, really looking forward to seeing in the theater. Right. Right? Like if End, for example, when Endgame came out, I wanted to see that in the theater right away. So a movie like that, I wouldn't wait four weeks to watch at home, I would want to see it when everybody else in the world But would you go to a theater? Not now. Not now. No, absolutely not. So the problem is that people still have to make money. Like you have to, like like at some point, they have to turn a profit on Wonder Woman. No, I know. You can't can't hold it indefinitely. They have to figure out a model that somewhat works. All these big multi-million dollar movies uh, that it took to make... Yeah, they're going to have to you, put it in theaters. So what's the problem? Like, yeah. When? That's the that's question. And when? They, we yeah. don't know when this is going to end. And the problem is that they don't want to open a movie to an empty theater. You can't release Wonder Woman. You can't release a movie like Wonder Woman and have the published box office on Monday morning say that it made $8 million. Yeah. You can't do that. You can't. You can't. It, it, it's, it's, it's like so beyond the scope of what is what's acceptable. The, what's the, the, the best case scenario if they release it, let's say, straight to on demand? They're not making $8 million. No, I don't know. Right? Yeah. Like, how do you how do you record those, those weekend box office numbers? Do know. they do combo thing where it's like if you buy um, the on demand, if you buy the on demand viewing, Plus this amount, you get the tickets for when it does come out. Like you pre-buy. sure, maybe something like that. Like, like an, incentive? Sort of an incentive put to yeah. some sort of weird package together for you, right? I don't know, but it's uh, it's it's an interesting place right now because some theaters are going to open on Monday down in the states, but that still doesn't mean one. There's no movies for June, so, but yeah. some theaters are going to open on Monday in the states. But do th- movie companies want to open movies to empty theaters? Do the movie uh, the movie stars? still make the money for this or are they waiting oh, they, for it to be released they've, too? They've oh, made the money already. Yeah, Gal Gadot's paid. Now, uh, a lot of stars who front these big, huge movies get money off the back end, mm-hmm. which will drastically be affected Somebody like The Rock. By this. Right? Yes. Like his Jungle Cruise movie. Yes. That was supposed to come out yeah. this summer. Like it could cost The Rock, you know, five, six million dollars. Yeah, because it's his production company yeah. that... Is behind and, this. Yeah. this Why do I have a feeling that's not a lot to him? Well, believe me, five, six million dollars to any millionaire is a lot of money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Uh, next month, there's a bunch of stuff coming and going from Netflix. Because everyone, uh, we're all looking for stuff to watch, whether it's new stuff or old stuff. If you're interested, Roz, mm-hmm. uh, Ace Ventura, Pet Detective is coming to Netflix. Back to the Future is 1 and 2, Charlie and Chocolate Factory, District 9. Um, Madagascar. Oh, yeah, I love that movie. Part 2, Escape to Africa. It's a good one. Um, On the TV side of things, uh, Season 2 of Dead to Me with Christina Applegate. I I bailed on that show. Did you really? I liked it. I bailed on it. 
How far in did you get? Uh, like four or five episodes. Really? I gave it a I gave it a really really good shot. I just I I couldn't I don't know I couldn't suspend my disbelief that much of people acting like that. Yeah, yeah. I liked it. I'm interested in watching that. Uh, Riverdale season four is available on uh, May 14th. Season five of Shira and the Princess of Power. Oh yeah, yeah. That's and a good show too. I didn't even know Trailer Park Boys. They had an animated show. I had no idea yeah. they had it. So season two for that drops. Is there? Have you watched it? No. No. Oh, okay. I want to yeah, know because they like, did that with Corner Gas as well, right? Where yeah. They, but they this did. was first. Yeah. For uh, Trailer Park Boys, I wonder if there's like because I haven't seen it. Yeah. If anyone knows, feel free to text nine two five triple five if uh, if you know whether or not they swear. Right. Good the question. way they do in the regular show, right? Uh, things that are leaving Netflix. Um, All the Austin Powers I, movies. Quick thing about Trailer Park oh. Boys that I just learned. They filmed a scene on um, where the Tiger King was. They filmed a scene at Carol Baskin's place. Oh, did, did they? they? Really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. Uh, so expiring on May 31st are the three Austin Powers movies. Uh, if you're a fan of Bob Ross, one of his shows, collection number one of Beauty is Everywhere, that is expiring. Ghosts of Girlfriends Past. No, I like that movie. Yeah, that's, that's a Matthew McConaughey, yeah. Jennifer Garner movie, right? Yeah. yeah. I was just on TV the other day. But we why watched do it. things expire? It's the it's Netflix. It's because, infinite. No, no, no. Because you only buy the license for that product for so long, right? Oh, so it's not them deciding. It's no, how long it's, they have yeah, the license. Yeah, because for example, for. Back to the Future for like years ago, all three movies were available on Netflix, and then they all of a sudden disappeared for a while, and now yeah. they're coming back. Yeah. Uh, Naked Gun. Uh, oh, parts one and two. <laughs> Naked Gun movies. <laughs> Those are leaving Netflix. Yeah. yeah. And our movie, Roz. Yeah. On the 1st of May is going to be leaving. No. What movie? I mean, what movie? You don't know? Sorry. On May 31st, it's leaving. Okay. Our movie. It's tough because our love runs so deep that... I don't Our know. movie, this is a movie yeah. that when the Raza Mocha show first started. Oh, uh, Dear John? Yeah! Yes. Oh my God, do you remember? <laughs> ah, you remember? That was the first movie Raza and I went to see together and we sat beside each other and everything. Dear John's even on Netflix? Yeah. It's never popped up in any of the searches that I've done. Dear John. With um, Channing, Channing Tatum, Tatum and Amanda Seyfried. Yeah. Yeah. That's our movie. <laughs> well, we should watch it together. We should. One last time. Can't. Uh. We'd have to watch it like FaceTiming each other. Maybe, I'm down. Maybe we should do that. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Justin Trudeau is never, never going to be able to escape the speaking moistly quote <laughs> when people keep remixing it. Because no. there's a new one I want to play Is for there? You. Yeah. So Man. if you remember this from a couple weeks ago. If people want to wear a mask, that is okay. It protects Others more than it protects you because it prevents you from breathing or, or, or speaking moistly on them. Oh, what a terrible image. <laughs> <laughs> Instant regret. Instantaneous. Speaking moistly on them. And almost immediately, somebody came out with a remix. Washer and our elbows. These are the things, the things we know, we know. Speaking moistly. Speaking moistly. Oh my God. Pretty, 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 p
pretty catchy tune, right? So good. So there's a band in Toronto who go by the name of the Classy Rex. Okay. And they've done a ska reggae version of this song. Okay. Okay? Yes. And the music video is out right now. There's like nine people in the band and the videos of them like on Zoom, each playing an instrument. Gotcha. Okay? And there's a singer, a lead singer, doing this version of the Speaking Moistly song. Okay? Okay. And it sounds like this. like an actual song now that they're doing cover <laughs> versions of it. Like, they're not even sampling. It's not even Trudeau anymore. No. He's like, guys, <laughs> really? God, people, people are like this. so much time on their hands, huh? Yeah. Being extra creative. So much time on their hands. Anyway, wow. there's a band out of Toronto. They're called the Classy Rex. And that's Rex, W-R-E-C-K-S. And this is their remix of the remix of the Speaking Moistly song. <laughs> so good. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hey, it's Roz and Mocha. Hey. How are you? I'm all right. How are you? Good. Do you have a second to chat? <laughs> sure. Okay, what's your name? Radica. Radica. We've talked to you before, right? Yeah. Oh, okay. Because Radica texted <laughs> and said she hasn't listened in uh, over a month now. And then today's her first day listening since the last time that she listened. And you were up all night, you said, uh, marking final tests. You're a teacher, I assume? Yeah. 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 Professor. Oh, College okay. professor. Wow. Okay. So uh, talk to us about what that has been like, how your life has changed <laughs> as a teacher, as a professor, since the lockdown happened. It's been figuring out ways to teach from a distance, right? Um, the, the already online courses are easy, but for students and especially in very hands-on type of courses where it was about practicing and having simulations and stuff, it really meant coming up with very creative ways to try and keep, keep on going because, I mean, all of my students were final semester students, so they needed to finish to graduate. So. Oh, no. Yeah, it's just keeping on going and making adjustments and recognizing that, you know, I'm a human and all the students are humans with lives and we're all dealing with a pandemic and have children and this and that and everything at home. So it's just been uh, interesting and uh, I have a young daughter and being inside a tiny little condo for 30 something days and it's been interesting. <laughs> and are you doing like Zoom classes or is it just like you, you email out like what the students have to do and then they just have to submit when 
it's due. No, no, no. I've had uh, synchronous classes, so it's been whether it's you know Zoom or using some form of a virtual classroom where we actually meet in person. Oh, okay. What do you What do you teach? Yes. What What field do these kids go into? Um, I teach human resource management, so gotcha. it's the alternative dispute resolution and industrial relations courses that I gotcha. teach this semester. Yeah. So your your students don't have because I was thinking about this the other day where my kids at home doing doing work, but she's in you know primary school. But like, what do you, what do you do if you have to, if part of your curriculum in order to graduate within the next couple of weeks, what if it's like lab work? Like, what do you do? Like, what do these students do? I don't even know. Uh, some of my boys have been struggling with that. I don't know what like, aircraft or mechanics type people yeah. would be doing, but um, some of the some of the professors in hospitality or in like culinary and baking and stuff. I think they've just been having students do things at home and trying to figure out a way to assess it. Another friend of mine teaches aesthetics and she's like, what am I supposed to do? How do I actually teach? Usually I'd hold their hand and show them how to do a manicure and fix their technique and i can't do that so that's listen there we're gonna need all those people when this is over oh my god are we are we there's gonna be there's gonna be a lot of recent graduates uh from aesthetics (laughs) who are gonna have more work than they know how to handle when all this is over eyebrows can be fixed (laughs) yeah i've been trying to do my own eyebrows probably should stop yeah no i know there's a lot of busted people but i I still i I think people (laughs) i I think there's a lot of people though jumping the gun everybody's you know we're we're like a little over a month now and everybody's like oh my god you know they're getting their dogs to cut their hair and stuff like this like just you know what i mean like just we can we can can all deal with a little bit of long hair for a while okay it's like it's not it's not a priority. No, I know, but like when you're when you're bit. used to it being a certain way, and then once it gets to a point where you would typically get your hair cut yeah, or do you, something, but you can't. But you can't. Yes, of course. Right? No, but I Ross, don't. it matters where the hair is. No, but when you look at your options, though, okay, it, it's it's not like you need a haircut so you go and get a haircut. I understand that mentality, but when you need a haircut and you you know you're your 10 year old has scissors and they're doing your bangs like that. That's a problem, right? (laughs) I would go, let let the bangs grow. Yes, that's a problem. Why risk it? (laughs) Hey, Radhika, uh, welcome back to the Raza Mocha show. It's been a month since you've listened. Thank you for your time. Oh my God, I've missed you guys. And you you know what? I've been scared for the reality that the show might not be on. So I just decided that I wouldn't even turn the radio on. No, we're here. Have you been checking out our podcast? We still release no, like, like new podcasts every week. I know, I know, but I wouldn't. No, I'm too scared, so I just didn't. And then I realized. I mean, you too scared? Wait, were you scared to like check to see if there's a new podcast? <laughs> no, the, the, the possibility that you guys are, I don't know, not together and not happening. I don't know. I don't know. It's it's if all it's a been, mental vortex. Okay. If it's, if it's been a month, you have like ten podcasts to catch up on. Yeah. <laughs> I'll get. I'll get caught up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Radhika, it was amazing talking to you. Thank you very much for listening. Between Roz and Mocha, who's your favorite? No worries. Thank you, guys. I love you guys so much. Um, I, it's, it's, in, it's, it's Mocha. <laughs> Roz, you knew that, right? <laughs> Why would I know that? Because I started saying it, it, it's, it's, yeah, you know, whenever, I know. No, whenever I, a little bit of hesitation uh, happens. Oh, I know. <laughs> Stop. Just, it's, it's, it's a Scarborough thing. And, yeah. um, Here we go. And, you know, the energy. Oh, yeah, it's, the energy, it's, right. It's, it's, it's the optimism. Oh, uh, the, the optimism. Yeah, not the curmudgeonism. <sighs>
<laughs> Why can't people say they just like mocha better? Like nobody, when they say this, right? When, when yeah. somebody calls in and says that I'm their favorite, they do not then go through a shopping list of reasons why they don't like mocha. <laughs> <laughs> that, that only happens with me. All right. Well, okay. not everybody can be a smooth cool dude. Uh, oh, God. Oh, there wow. you go. You know I mean? <laughs> yeah. yeah, thanks. All right, cool. Radhika, we love you. Take care. Have a wicked day. Bye. Bye. You too. Bye. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Did you watch that big thing on Saturday? Oh, God, yeah. Did you? I yeah. Did, you know, I didn't. You didn't no. at all? No, I caught up on some of the highlights the, the day before. We don't do a lot of talking about COVID-19 in the house. Mm. And when we tuned in right at the beginning, it was a big thing talking about people dying and this kind of thing. And that is the reality. And that is where all the money is going to is all the frontline workers. But I, I, I couldn't have, I couldn't watch so good thing you didn't, because I watched the whole thing. Yeah. And it was, I like in and out, it was on in the yeah. background. <sighs> I understand the intent of what it was supposed to be. I yeah. truly do. And I fully support the frontline workers. And I love some of the footage that they showed. Uh, some of it broke my heart. I almost cried at the part when they were talking about the teachers. And yeah. Yes, that's, the, the, that's exactly what happened when I tuned kids in. Kids not being yes. able to see their teachers, right? Because yeah. we're yeah. going through a thing in our house with our... That's, toddler. That is the exact moment when I tuned in and we were all sitting there because we were hyped about it. But the entire show was a downer. The entire show was a downer. Yeah. Every single performance that took place, they were all downers. Yeah. I would have been okay if it was a mix where, sure, you had the sentimental performances, but mixed in with something upbeat. Yes. Right? Something fun, yes. something happy, something that gives you hope as opposed to two hours of just nonstop right. downer moments. Yes. That's yeah. where I think they messed up. Yeah, fair enough. Right. That, I, I, think that, I think that that's valid. And I don't think that it's it, it, something like that is very, it's necessary. It was so necessary. And what Gaga and, and the, the organization put together was just absolutely incredible. And the money they raised is astronomical. Um, but it was, it was just like it was. It was too. It was too much because we but don't. We don't do. We don't do that in the house. We don't have those conversations in the house. The other way I feel about this, yeah, is that it didn't matter for them because I think they would have lost the the opinion would have been. Oh, the opinion would have been if you didn't if you did all upbeat stuff. Mm -hmm. then you weren't being... I don't think it would have been. You weren't being sensitive to the situation. Uh, no, I don't think it right? would have been. You don't Absol think so? Absolutely not. No, no. Had Beyonce stood in her living room... And, and did single and ladies? Press, and press play and did single ladies all by herself? Yeah. It would have been like... That's what I was hoping. It would have been legendary. That's what I was hoping. Yeah, Because I did see... Uh, I read an article from the New York Post yesterday Yeah, that was basically saying the same thing where it was all like just straight up down our... The world doesn't need that right now. Yeah. But the comments that came just on Twitter from that New York Post article were every, almost every single comment. I found more of these than I did negative, mm -hmm. where people were saying, well, no, like you need to shine a light in this way because it's a serious situation and we shouldn't be making light of it. No, nobody we shouldn't would be making be, light of it. 
No, exactly. Yeah. That's you know. But no, nah, I know. So what were the big highlights? Who was the, what was the big? I know everybody's talking about the the drummer for the Rolling Stones drumming on his uh, air drumming. Uh, Camila Cabello <laughs> and Shawn Mendes singing. What they do? Uh, it's a Wonderful World. Right. Yeah, I had that go at the piano. That was all right. Yeah. Um, what else was there? It was J Lo, but like Puth, I said, everything. Huh? Charlie Puth didn't make his. Yeah, bed. Charlie Puth. Yeah, didn't Charlie make Puth his didn't bed. make his bed. Yeah, like come on, bro. That's awesome. Like, <laughs> just at least the comforter. Like straighten it out, bro. Do you have what do you have over there? Do you have two seconds of uh, oh. of Camila Cabello for me with uh, Sean Mendes? Here, yeah. Hold on, if my computer would work. There we go. I hear babies cry. Oh. Watch them go. Yo, Sean Mendes need a haircut though, so. Learn much more than okay. Like beautiful voices, but I'm just doing this at home, huh? Well, just imagine two hours of this. Two hours, bro. What a wonderful world. Yeah, I mean, it's beautiful. All the pain that we've been through, all the fears in our head, I still think to myself, what a wonderful world. They should do a whole album, these two. Camila Cabello and Shawn Mendes from Saturday Night. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Scott McGilvery's got a new show called Scott's Vacation House Rules that'll debut Sunday at 9 p.m. on HGTV. Breathing new life into homes for people looking to either rent out or live in in like super hot vacation destination areas. Scott McGilvery, welcome back to the Roz and Mocha Show. What's going on, guys? It feels like we haven't talked to you in forever. Yeah, well, you've got someone over there who sounds just like me, so if you miss me. <laughs> That's right, Shem. <laughs> it's true. We've been told that you and, uh, and Shem both sound exactly the same. Um, how's quarantine going? How's everything with the family? Yeah, you know, it's, 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 we're settling in over here. We've got some space. We're hanging out in the yard. I'm picking up some new hobbies. I think I'm, I'm kind of into it. I'm just like, all right, I could do this for another month now. Your beard is thick, bro. Oh, yeah. My beard game is strong. <laughs> it Are is. You keep it? Are you going to keep it? Uh, well, I basically, you know, when they said, when they sort of announced this whole thing, I basically said, you know, I'm not getting, I'm not cutting my beard. I'm going to grow a beard. This is a great opportunity to grow a beard. So I'm just going to keep growing it, you know, and we'll see. You guys are, you guys are, are beardos as well. No, so we are. Know what it's all about. But these, these are like pre-COVID beards. Though, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like you, years and years yeah. of beards. You know, but you don't know somebody. Like I, I've seen you with stubble in that, but I've never seen you with a full beard. Like it's thick. Like you look like a G.I. Joe. Like it's <laughs> like, <laughs> like it's, th- it's thick, man. What does your family uh, think? Do they, do they like it or are they asking it's, you to shave it? Oh, my wife is like, it's disgusting. Oh. <laughs> Which is, a slightly motivating me to keep going. Yeah. You know, I'm like, oh. well, she I know it sounds terrible. She can't leave you. <laughs> That's right. Stop here. Not allowed. You've got no choice. Good. It's so good. this Sunday, 9 p.m., uh, you have a new show on HGTV, Scott's Vacation House Rules. Absolutely, yeah. And, you know, I, I don't want to, you know, stir anything up over there, but it's kind of inspired from Roz, you know, like we did a show with him years ago and 
It was just the best show we ever did. And I'm, I finally said, that's it. We're focusing all our energy on just doing shows like this. Now, is that like people who already have property there, they're looking to spruce up or people looking to invest in the market in these particular areas? It's a bit of a mix. You know, we have some people that are obviously they're they're looking at what's the newest and greatest and most profitable sort of venture in real estate. And clearly the short term vacation rental market is super lucrative. It's it's got the highest growth out of any category uh, out there right now in real estate investing. But a lot of people are already kind of set up for this. They may have a property or they're inheriting a property or they're struggling to keep a family property in the family. So this is a, it's a solution for some of our, like the first episode is all about helping people keep a property in the family. Uh, and they just didn't even know this was an option for them. Right. So it was not only, you know, transformation of the space, which is major, but it was a bit of a, a mind shift for the uh, homeowners as well. So it is, it is a new concept for a lot of people. Uh, the theme song for the show. Yeah, bro, I'm taking it next level. Your fans, because you used to, what was the name of the, the boy band you were in years ago? Oh, geez. Uh, next element. Next element. <laughs> we have to we have to provide context. Okay, I'm not goofing on you. Okay, so you yeah, know. you were in. You're a singer, and you've been a performer, and you've been in bands and everything else. And your fans have forever said, "When are you going to get back into music again?" Right. Yeah, so so is story. is this you now officially getting back into music? Uh, well. I've had a lot of time to think over the last six or seven weeks and during post-production, you know, we just started, I started picking up my guitar, started thinking about some music stuff and came up with the theme song for the show and then started writing more songs. So yeah, I get, I've always kind of been into music. I've just never really had the time or opportunity to share it. So it's a bit of a, it's a bit of behind the scenes. You guys are sort of the first people to know about this. And maybe there'll be more music coming down the road. I don't know. And Wait, are you talking about a potential reunion of Next Element? <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't know if our dance skills. We're not going to be a boy band. We're going to be a man band at this point. <laughs> yeah, so. yeah. There's nothing wrong with a man band. <laughs> <laughs> Give me one second. Can I play okay. some of Scott's song uh, right now? Uh, yeah. Oh, geez. You have the theme song for the show. We have the theme song, but we have the the version with your vocals on it. I was trying to come up with with something fun for the show. So no, I'm da- I'm it. down with this. I would like. I think people should hear a little bit of this, and then we got something special playing for it in just a couple of minutes. So here's a little bit of uh, what's the song called? Payday, right? Yeah, Payday is All the right. show song. Okay. Working all night, sleeping all day, not gonna stop till the big payday, payday. Alright. I'm on my way, yeah. Been working so long, it's time to go home. I'm on my way to the big payday, payday. I'm on my way. Here comes my life. I'm on my way. Yo, okay. Scott McGilvery. <laughs> I'm not messing with you, bro. So here's what we'd like to do. Uh, We gave the track, we gave that song that everybody just heard, Payday. 
to DJ Climax. And DJ Climax is going to start today's Roz and Mocha mix messing with your song in the best way possible. Stop it. <laughs> Swear. Oh, but I love DJ Climax. That's how I start every Friday. Come on. Listen, man. No, no, no. Listen, he's giving, he's giving payday by Scott McGillivray the remix treatment. Come on. Yeah, man. All right, uh, Scott, thank you so much for hanging out. And listen, for everybody else, in just like literally a couple seconds, uh, Scott McGilvery's Payday, that track you just heard, uh, we're going to work it into uh, the Raza Mocha mix, and it's going to be awesome. Uh, Scott's Vacation House Rules, Sunday night, 9 o'clock, HGTV uh, premiere episode, again, Sunday 9 on HGTV. Scott, we love you, bro. God, miss you guys. Can't wait to see you in person again. This is the Raz and Mocha Show podcast. Hello? Hey, it's Ronza Mocha. What's your name? Jonah. What is it? My name is Jonah. Rona? Jonah. Oh, Jonah. Hi. Hi. All right. Jonah, this is what Jonah texted, Ross. Mm-hmm. Hey, Ronza Mocha, I was wondering if I could do the news. I've heard many people do it wrong before, and I can do it better than Roz. <laughs> oh, wow. How old are you, Jonah? I'm 12. You're 12. Okay. What makes you think you can do it better? I have good passion with it. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> okay. Hey, before we get you to do this, how's uh, homeschooling going? Uh, it's doing well, but it's definitely not easy. Oh, okay. How many hours a day are you on the computer? Like two or three. And then do you have homework after that? Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> how much you- homework are you doing, though? Like how many hours uh, are you spending? One hour of homework, I would say. Oh. What are you watching on Netflix? Uh, I watched on my block. Yeah. All right. And what games are you playing? Um, NHL 20, Fortnite. Ooh. Hey, what team do you pick when you play NHL 20? Oh, the Toronto Maple Leafs. Sure. Yeah, same, same, same. Do you? Yeah. yeah. And, I, and I just got NBA 2K, and yeah. I only choose the Raptors. Yeah, smart move. Jonah, go for it, brother. Hey, Mocha, you ready? Yeah. Let's do it. That's good. It's good. I love it. Stay safe, Jonah. Thank you. A Roz and Mocha show and kiss 92.5 news break. All the TV doctors are failing us. So we know that Dr. Drew was one of the first loud voices to come out and say, hey, coronavirus is just the flu. We all get the flu. It's no big deal. It's the flu. Come on. Don't be so crazy. And then he got killed for it. And he realized that he was incredibly wrong. And then he apologized. Uh, Then Dr. Phil, at the beginning of all of this, Dr. Phil was sort of level-headed and he was giving great advice on how to manage isolation and all this stuff. Uh, But uh, Dr. Phil on the uh, Laura Ingram show said this. 250 people a year die from poverty. And the poverty line is getting such that more and more people are going to fall below that because the economy is crashing around us. And they're doing that because people are dying from the coronavirus. I get that. But look, the fact of the matter is we have people dying 45,000 people a year die from automobile accidents 480,000 from cigarettes 360,000 a year from swimming pools but we don't shut the country down for that but yet we're doing it for this and the fallout is going to last for years because people's lives are being destroyed okay so there's dr phil Uh, now, now let's head to dr oz this was dr oz on fox news his original comments? His original, yeah. Well, first, we need our mojo back. Let's start with things that are really mojo. critical to the nation where we think we might be able to open without getting into a lot of trouble. Yeah, I tell you, schools are a very appetizing opportunity. Uh, I just saw a nice piece in the Lancet arguing that the opening of schools may only cost us 2 to 3% in terms of total mortality. And, you know, that's any life is a life lost. But to get every child back into a school where they're safely being educated, being fed, uh, and making the most out of their lives with a the theoretical risk in the backside, 
side. Uh, it might be a trade-off some folks would consider. Oh, my okay, God, so, Dr. Oz. So his 2 to 3%, and a lot of people took that as that's millions of people, right? Yeah. But what that article that he was referring to in the Lancet was saying is that the 2 to 3% would be... Two to three percent of people who were already expected to die from coronavirus. So it's not it's total Americans no, right across no, the country. No, no, no. So it's that that's a number that's in the thousands, not the millions. But uh, here's Dr. Oz's apology. I've realized my comments on risks around opening schools have confused and upset people, which was never my intention. I misspoke. As a heart surgeon, I spent my career fighting to save lives in the operating room by minimizing risks. At the same time, I'm being asked constantly, how will we be able to get people back to their normal lives? To do that, one of the important steps will be figuring out how do we get our children safely back to school? We know for many kids, school is a place of security, nutrition, and learning that is missing right now. These are issues we are all wrestling with, and I will continue looking for solutions to beat this virus. So do we blame Oprah for this, for Oz and Phil? You know what I mean? She's the one that jumps out of their careers? <laughs> yeah. The game shows are still going because so many of these episodes on the game shows were taped eons ago. And some poor sucker on The Price is Right yesterday it won the worst prize ever. So listen to this. This is a once-in-a-lifetime kind of prize. It's a trip to the Stanley Cup the 2020 Stanley Cup Finals where you'll watch the Eastern and Western Conference champions duke it out for the chance to win the most iconic trophy in sports. Yeah, you got it! Right? Oh, no. So the guy won. The guy won, but the problem, no hockey. <laughs> and even if they do wind up doing any some sort of Stanley Cup tournament, there's going to be no fans. Yeah, that so the, sucks. the prize is worth, the, the value of the prize, they said $13,000. So what, they'll just give them the money for it? I don't know what you do with that at that point. I'm sure that they're, they're guaranteed. What? They gave them the money? Gave them the money? Yeah, well, there you go. Uh, and then over on Jeopardy, we all know this, that the people that go on Jeopardy are just like next level smart, right? Oh, they're, yeah. they're, they're smarter than just the average sort of person. And so if they make a mistake, oftentimes it's very difficult to judge them just because of the knowledge that they already have. Sure. But sometimes some mistakes are just plain inexcusable. Like One this. of the topics covered in a major league baseball course at Arizona State is this player who broke the color barrier in 1947. Oh, that's easy. Chauka. Who is Babe Ruth? Nope. <laughs> Nathaniel. Who is Jackie Robinson? Oh, yes. No. <laughs> Who's the fat white guy? <laughs> Babe Ruth. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. You know, you know, and it's one of those things where baseball may not be your thing, but you know a couple of the legendary names in your head. Jackie Robinson is probably in there somewhere, but it's filed, right? Yeah. And you're like, okay, who's the most famous? Babe Ruth. Yeah. Okay. No. Whatever, that question could have been anything about baseball, and the answer still <laughs> would have been Babe Ruth. Babe Ruth. <laughs> Damn. Uh, as of noon today, people flying to or from Canadian airports will be required to wear face masks. Uh, Transportation Canada passengers will not be allowed to board planes unless they have non-medical face coverings to try to slow the spread of COVID-19. Uh, people will only have to wear the masks when they have to be close to others, such as at screening points or if the planes are crowded. Now, if, you don't, if you show up at the airport and you don't have a mask, will they give you one? 
I don't think so. It's no, I think it's up you. to the I think it's up to the yeah, individual. Kind of figured that. Yeah, yeah. How am I supposed to drink my wine out of a straw? Man. Very carefully. Yeah. Well, it looks like I'm not traveling anywhere. If I can't, <laughs> if I can't get drunk on a plane, what's the point of flying? <laughs> Are they still serving alcohol on planes? Do we know that? that Probably I don't know. not. Probably not. So what's the point then? What's the point exactly? All that time up in the air, nothing to do. <laughs> what else are you supposed to do? Right? right? I can't touch the screen in front of me. Oh, I, hell no. <laughs> hell no. Right? Can't touch anything. No, nothing. What am I supposed to do? Just like think? Like sit there and watch Netflix on my phone? <laughs> Please. Boring. <laughs> uh, Comic-Con is canceled for the first time due to coronavirus. It will return... <sighs> Uh, next year, they say. So no Comic-Con. That was slated to happen in July. Liam, Liam Payne, was doing an IG Live with uh, Swedish DJ, uh, DJ Alesso, who he's been working with. And then just all the questions that started flooding in were all people wanted to know about a One Direction 10-year anniversary reunion. And this is what Liam said. I can't say too much. It was actually, Louis told me off for, for revealing our, a bit of our plans the other day. So you guys get me like group telling offs on the group chat. So, so the group has a group chat. Yeah, so the group has a group chat, and he said that uh, he was told off for saying too much about the one D. But even just saying that is too much. I want to know. The only thing I want to know yeah. is if Zane is part of that group chat. Yeah, I know. Well, I the, assume not. Well, the story came out last week, and I don't know if it's changed. Maury, can you check to see if Zane is following any of those guys? Because the story came out that they all started following Zane. Yeah. But Zane wasn't following them back. Ooh, so like call them out? Right. I don't right? know. Be like, yeah. hey, yo man, we're here. We're I know. Here. I know. So that's the interesting thing. But uh, but a, a 1D 10th anniversary reunion would be great. Yeah. Um, because I think that the way that they've all, I actually don't think that Zane fits into the band anymore. <laughs> musically. What? He's only following his girlfriend. Yeah. And 27 of his own fan accounts. Oh, really? Oh, so none of the guys, oh. huh? Yeah, Zane ain't going to be a part of that reunion. He is that petty, They're literally huh? all his fan accounts. How many people does he follow? 27. 27 people? And yeah, look, at Zane, 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 Zane. They're all his fan accounts. Oh my God, that's awesome. That's so... <laughs> that is exactly what Twitter's for. <laughs> uh, according to new court documents... Prince Harry apparently pleaded with Thomas Markle to get in touch with Megan <gasps> before the wedding. Oh, yeah? So according to the Guardian, uh, the messages in question were revealed in court documents filed in high court uh, today. As Megan's battle against the Associated Newspaper, the publisher of Mail on Sunday and Mail Online continues. Harry pleaded in one text saying, quote, Tom, Harry again, really need to speak to you. You do not need to apologize. We understand the circumstances, but, quote, going public will only make the situation worse. If you love Meg and want to make it right, please call me. And there are two other options which don't involve you having to speak to the media who incidentally created the this whole situation so please call me so i can explain meg and i are not angry we just need to speak to you thanks and wow. then he added oh and any speaking to the press will backfire trust me tom only we can help you as we have been trying from day one by the way when harry texts yeah he doesn't spell you y-o-u he just writes you like the letter u yeah he's and one of those and? What? I do that. Do you? 
All the time. No, you don't. Yeah, you've I do. You've never done it to me. Because I know you don't like it. Yeah, okay. But you do that with everybody else? Yeah. Really? You're one of those? Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Uh, and on the uh, flip side of this, um, Hagen, Hagen. <laughs> Megan and Harry. Oh my God. That's their, that should be their new together name. Hagen. <laughs> okay. So Hagen uh-huh. um, fired off a letter basically stating that they're cutting off. This is during the ongoing lawsuit. Uh, cutting off the Daily Mail, the Sun, the Express, and the Mirror, basically saying that they will not participate in any story or give comment. They have zero access and they are out of their lives completely to those four publications. Part of the statement uh, read um, that uh, they've seen family members and complete strangers, quote, have their lives completely pulled apart for no good reason uh, other than the fact that salacious gossip boosts advertising revenue. There is real human cost to this, this way of doing business, and it affects every corner of society as part of their uh, statement. Hey, because of coronavirus. Coronavirus. Has that halted their plans to move to LA? They're in they, LA. They're already there, oh, right? Yeah. They moved in, like everything's oh, yeah, furnished. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, they're in LA. Cool. Here's this. Let me know what you think of this idea. So in the UK, the Children's Commissioner, a woman named Anne Longfield, mm-hmm. floated the idea that if and when schools are allowed to reopen, if they should just roll through summer. How do you mean? What? With school. What? No. <laughs> No. So let's say that schools are open, uh, if schools can open in June, yeah. then they take June and roll through all the way Actually. to all the time that kids missed you know from what? school. So no summer break. Having a crazy, loud, <laughs> full of energy toddler at home? Yeah. I'm actually <laughs> open to that idea. Well, you're easy. You can just send the kid to daycare. He yeah. won't know the difference, right? All. But I, man, I need that break. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then the education secretary, Gavin Williamson, said, hell no, they will not be opening up the schools for <laughs> Yeah, they're for not going to do that. Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah. No could, student wants that. Right? Could you imagine? Oh. Could you imagine being Ann Longfield's kid? Right? Mom. Mom. What are you doing? Yeah. If it was all her all, idea. I'm getting all these texts from my friends now. You're ruining everything. What are you doing? <laughs> Mom. Yeah, that would be worst case scenario, I think. I think it would be. Yeah. Uh, people tried to cancel Adam Driver on uh, Twitter this morning. If you're wondering why Adam Driver's oh. ca- is, is over party was trending. Kylo Ren, what do you do? Because people were calling him Islamophobic. Which is wild. What did he say? Because he was a Marine. Because after 9-11, he enlisted in the Marines. Okay. And people took that as, I don't know why now they decide to go after Adam Driver. Um, But they took that as he wanted to take out revenge on Muslims. But did he like tweet anything or did he say anything recently in an interview? No, no. So all of a sudden now? All of a sudden now, yes, yes. But Adam Driver joined the Marines, but I don't think Adam Driver actually served. I don't, he wasn't, he wasn't deployed anywhere. And now he runs an organization, a very, it's a very, it's 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 an amazing organization that helps uh, soldiers who have returned from combat reintegrate and get the mental health uh, problems yeah. um, taken care of and medications. We and all doctors had three and, Star and Wars else. movies yes. to cancel Adam Driver. Yes. Yes. Right? Yes. So why now? Yes. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, can the coronavirus be spread by farts? That's the question. Oh, my God. So so two Australian doctors are weighing in about this. Uh, This is uh, Australia's Dr. Norman Swan. Well, luckily, we wear a mask 
which covers our farts all the time. So I, so I, I think <laughs> that, that you know, even if it were to, I mean, I, so I think that what we should do in terms of social distancing and being safe, that you don't fart close to other people <laughs> and that you don't fart with your bottom bare. Okay. Uh, however, uh, Australian emergency physician Dr. Andy Tag pointed to a recent study that um, made light of the quote, concern when it comes to spreading the coronavirus via aerosolized feces. But went on to say, however, there are no published there are no goes. published data on whether flatulence alone presents any risk of transmission. Although uh, in a clothed person, much like we just heard, it would be very unlikely uh, to be a significant route of transmission. Okay, so, good. no, far away. Well, yeah, but not like. <laughs> On someone, yeah. bear, right? <laughs> uh, Major League Baseball. Um, one of the ideas that they're flirting with, uh-oh, is it ridiculous? It's, it's a lot of different scenarios um, as a way to start the 2020 season. Uh, the latest plan reportedly has games taking places taking place in three different states. So previously, the league had said uh, games may be split between Arizona and Florida, but now Texas is being discussed as a potential destination. Huh. All states that have ballparks with retractable roofs, mm-hmm. so that they could prevent any sort of lane, rain delays or weather delays, so they okay. can always be able to play baseball. Fair. Uh, Commissioner uh, Rob Manfred says that there's no concrete plan yet, but the ideas are looming. However, players, some of them have spoken out against this idea, and it makes sense because playing games for as what could be an entire season sequestered in Florida, Texas, or Arizona means that they're away from their families. For the duration of the season. Right. Or for however long. Right. The lockdown yeah. is happening. So oh, wow. it's not a matter of just, you know, getting games done. Uh, you also have to, you know, make sure that the players are happy. The Queen has sent through a, uh, a statement on the mass shooting and tragedy in Nova Scotia. That reads, uh, Prince Philip and I have been deeply saddened by the appalling events in Nova Scotia, and we send our condolences to the families, friends, and colleagues of those who have lost their lives. I also pay tribute to the bravery and sacrifice of the officers from the Royal Canadian Mounted Police and other police services who selflessly responded to these devastating attacks and to the emergency services who are supporting those who have been injured and affected. My thoughts and prayers are with the people of Nova Scotia and all Canadians at this tragic time. Uh, A-Rod and J-Lo are reportedly uh, eyeing a bid to purchase a share of the New York Mets. Oh, wow. Uh, They have partnered with, um, I don't know who the financial firm is or the backer, the investment company, whatever it is. Uh, But they're worth about 700 mil combined, which even if they spent every dollar they had would be a fraction of what it's going to take to buy a portion of the of the Mets. So I, really? cause I, yeah, cause I think the Mets is like the fifth most valuable team in oh, Major wow, Baseball. Oh, wow, I didn't know that. It's, in the, it's up in the billions. Wow. Now, they're not going to outright buy it, but uh, there's people who are vying for portions of the Mets, and uh, it's looking like... I wonder how they break that up. Yeah, percentage. It's like stock. You know, yes. you can buy, you can sell your percentage of the Mets pending owner, the mm. the controlling owner's approval. And I guess there was a couple of deals that have fallen through at the with changes to the to the agreement at the eleventh hour. So now uh, J Lo and A Rod are looking to get in on mm. the Mets. You own the portion of the field from home plate to first base. No, that's not how that works. That is your percentage. No. Of the Mets that you own. That is not how that works. And now it's time for Ask Roz and Mocha. Roz and Mocha.
We actually have two people that we're going to talk to oh, to yeah? help kick off Ask Razamoka. Hi, Kara. How are you? Good. How are you? Good, good, good. All right. So uh, what is your question? So my question is, who's your celebrity crush uh, or is there anyone you've interviewed uh, that totally intimidated you? Oh, wow. Jeez. Hold on. Wait. Do you have a celebrity crush? Reserves. I do. It's Roz. Oh, oh get in line. <laughs> are you being I serious know. or are you trolling? No, I'm, I'm serious. I'm oh. very serious. Okay. When I'm did actually, this uh, When did this crush start? When I started listening to you guys several years ago. Oh, okay. Um, and I actually spoke with you guys before. Uh, back in January, I was the girl you called who was all hot and bothered by the Dream Daddy Roz doll. Oh, and i spoke um with Roz live on his insta oh yeah you came on insta with me i did i spoke with you i was the i'm the single mom of the three boys oh god yeah, yeah. you looked like your your house was going nuts <laughs> it was it still is oh so geez. does the uh dream daddy Roz doll mm -hmm. live up to the real life uh, Dream Daddy Roz. Yes, okay. of course it does. Slightly better, right? Wow. <laughs> you know, you know. As soon as anybody mentions the Dream Daddy Roz doll, I, yeah. instinct, I instinctively just suck in my gut a little bit <laughs> because because that thing has like just rippled plastic abs that I don't have. Like anytime somebody says that, I immediately go ugh. And after I go and after I go ugh, I suck in my gut. <laughs> I tense up. <laughs> well, all it's right. good to know. I'll tell you this, Kara. The 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 thing that's lovely about all of this is that you developed a crush on me. Uh, a long time ago, and shockingly, I have not done anything to ruin that because normally that's what happens. So I'm very thankful that you've stuck around for this long. Maybe she likes bad boys. Well, I'm not a bad boy. I'm just like boring, right? <laughs> like, don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. I'm hot, but I'm boring. Oh, yeah. <laughs> It's the confidence, right, Karen? Is that what you're yeah, attracted well, you're, to, the confidence? For sure, but he's just, you're very handsome, and I love that you're so unapologetic about who you are and what you think, and, and I love your sense of humor and all your rants, and I just, we're a lot alike. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Now, do, do we do, Maury, who's your celebrity crushes? I'm sure the list is, like, incredibly long. Well, I'll give you number one is Anthony from Clear Eye. Right. And I've added two to the list. Shocking, I know. Like, too new? Too or? new. Okay. Too new. Because on Netflix, there's the new show, Too... Uh, no is? spoilers. No spoilers. Too hot, is, if you're gonna too spoil, hot to handle. If you're okay, gonna don't spoil say anything. Don't say anything. Right no, because Roz hasn't seen no, it. I haven't it. seen it. Don't worry about it. Go to the next one then. No, but I'm just saying names. Roz hasn't no, watched it. Shem watched it. I'm yeah. on uh, episode four still. I watched yeah. the whole thing. It was the hottest thing I've ever seen. Okay, okay so okay, who's okay, next, stop, stop, next stop. on the list? Forget, oh, yeah, skip that one. Fine. Next, okay, Just to know there are two from okay, that Next on the list. Okay, Sean Mendez. Sean Mendez. Okay. Uh, those are very typical, I would say. Do you have any atypical sort of people on your celebrity crush list? Like those that start with an A. No, that's not what atypical <laughs> means. Um, <laughs> you know what? Okay. Yes. 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 Names that start with A. Well, Anthony. Uh-huh. Okay, okay, so maybe we go to B-typical. Yeah, okay. B-typical. Yeah, B-typical. <laughs> Or who are the others? Who are the others? <laughs> There's Zac Efron if you want a Z typical. Okay, okay. yeah. Or or E typical, and then you only have to fill in B, C, and D. <laughs> okay. <laughs> who else? And still Channing Tatum. And I know. It's There's your C. List. There yeah. you go. Look at that. Okay. Uh, Mocha, do you I have, don't have any, any celebrity nice. crushes? No, neither like do when I. This, when you ask Kara, like I, yeah. one does not come to mind, to be honest with you. Really? Yeah. 
It's okay. Your your wife doesn't listen to the podcast. I'll tell you, I've been attracted to people's energy before. And yeah. uh, it's not necessarily like I would, you know, even find them physically attractive or like, because to me, I, I, I've been attracted to like women over the years that I've known, I've been attracted to various types of women physically. Like yeah. it's not like I have right. one sort of type, right? Like I've managed, yeah. I, I find just different things sexy with different people. And, and oftentimes it's not interchangeable. It's very unique to an individual. Um, but I, I've been attracted to some somebody's energy and somebody's presence and somebody's just uh, the way that they make a room feel. And oddly enough, somebody who is so captivating that while you're in the room with them, you fall in love with them because you just want to be around that energy. Mm -hmm. And the person who I felt that the most with in my life was Helen Mirren. Oh, really? Really? Yeah. Wow. Helen Mirren has a way about her that I, I can't even describe what it's like to, to sort of sit in front of her because she's very proper and she speaks very proper, but she has this old punk rock background to her of where when you start looking, you know, sort of deep, like she's got a tattoo on her hand that yeah. nobody knows exists. And she has all this stuff and she's just this energy that you walk out of the room and you're like, I want to go back in that room. Yeah. Like I want, I Is need. It, she I just need, has like a uh, don't give a F. No, I don't know. Energy? I don't even know what it is. Nobody. It's, it's a like it's sexy. Yeah, it's sexy as well. Like she's a very very sexy woman. Um, but uh, so so that sort of thing, I'm uh, I'm attracted to. I'm trying to think if there's been anybody else that has really had that kind of. I'm sure there has been. Over well, the, have over you the ever years. interviewed anyone on ET Canada that? you thought was super attractive and that you were nervous because you knew you were about to interview them? No, no, I've never been, no, no, because I've never been intimidated by somebody's beauty before. Look at me. Um, (laughs) Yeah. uh (laughs) (laughs) You're like, they should be intimidated by me. No, no, no. I've, no, I've been in, I've been in the presence of like beautiful people before who are wearing very little clothes and you're just like, oh my God, did I just look? Oh my God, I think I just looked. Did I just look? I just looked thinking I was not like, you know what I mean? Like that, yeah. that I've been in, I've been in those situations before because you, sometimes you just can't help it. It's like just physical beauty is physical beauty. Right. right. Um, I'm trying to think of who else um, that I found has that thing. Katy Perry has that thing. Katy Perry is a dynamic human being. Yeah. She yeah, is, she's an incredible presence and so just beautiful and fun and, everything else. Um, you know, I will say this about Katy Perry. I've had the chance to meet her, talk to her, do interviews uh, three times in her career, mm-hmm. right? Once when she was a brand new artist, I kissed a girl I think had just come out. Yeah. Uh, one right before she released the California Dreams album mm-hmm. and then one uh, a couple of years ago. And all three times that I talked to Katy Perry, like she was the very same person all three times. She was kind. She was very polite. She answered all my questions. She was just like a really, really nice person. Mm-hmm. Do you watch Killing Eve? I do not. Okay, so there's a show called Killing Eve, and it's Sandra O oh and Jamie. Is it Jamie Comer? 
Comer or something like that. I think I watched like one episode. Uh, of that. She plays the sort of Russian hitman okay. uh, villanelle, and that character is incredibly sexy. Oh, okay, like, yeah, gotcha. yeah, she's wonderful. She's awesome. Um, like but, Sandra O's character? No, 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 no. The uh, villanelle character, the um, Jamie. Oh. Uh, is it, no, Jodie Comer. Jodie Comer okay. is her name. She's awesome. They actually cool. played Jodie Comer showed up in the last Star Wars as um, she was Ray's mom. In the, that one little tiny, tiny, tiny oh, clip. Oh, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. But her character, Villanelle, in spoiler alert, in, um, her character <laughs> in um, what you call it in Killing, Killing Eve, Eve yeah. is like the sexiest thing you'll ever see in your life. Oh, wow. Yeah, she's awesome. She's great. I'll add Billy Porter to my list. Billy Porter, interesting, very because flamboyant. Like, you don't necessarily, I don't know, you he's to, just to go for the over the top. No, because he's just fierce. And anytime I watch Pose, I just like. I don't know if it's a crush thing, but I just need him to be my friend. Yeah. Okay. Mm. I get that. I All get right. that. You want to be around it, right? It's oh, that energy. It. You just yeah. want to be around. Yeah. I hey, Kara, thanks so much. You're welcome. Thank you. Can I just say one more thing quickly? Of course. Of course. I just want to thank you guys so much um, for coming in every day and doing what you're doing right now. Um, like everybody else, I'm, I'm just, I'm finding a lot of these days really challenging and difficult, but uh, having you guys to listen to every day uh, is helping a lot. It um, makes all the difference in the world. It really does. And, um, yeah, I just appreciate it so much. Aw, Kara, we love you you lots. You are wonderful. (laughs) And can you ask me who my favorite is? (laughs) No, because I already know what the answer is. Well, I wouldn't kick either one of you out of bed for eating crackers. Oh, yeah. Maybe she wants my body, but your mind, Mocha. Maybe you should ask. (laughs) Okay, Kara, between Roz and Mocha, who's your favorite? Roz. You okay, idiot, yeah. Mocha. <laughs> what an idiot you are. You just got played. <laughs> I know. Too much of a nice guy. God damn it. No, you. <laughs> Thank you guys so much. All right. All right. Yo, I hope them three kids are even louder today than they were over, over the past couple of days in your house. On <laughs> well, there you go. That's what you get. <laughs> Lots of love, Kara. Take care. Bye, love. Bye. Jenny, what's up? It's Raza Mocha. I'm good. I'm oh, good, thanks. So what's your question for uh, Ask Raza Mocha? Okay, so I was wondering, what is something that you are secretly proud of that you wish more people knew about you? Hold on, you first, you first. Okay, I have a, I have a few things. I'd say my number one thing is that I'm very good at solving riddles. Oh, wow, okay. <laughs> okay good, yeah. Yeah. Um, another, I love to cook, and I'm really good at cooking and baking, and I'm also learning calligraphy. Oh! <laughs> now, is this uh, calligraphy learning since... COVID started and like everyone's in self-isolation, it's always something you've wanted to do or had you picked up the skill long ago? So uh, my, I have twin boys and I have a little girl. And when my boys were born, I started trying to learn something new and just do something that was for myself. So I just took up calligraphy. Aw, that's real nice. Yeah, that's smart. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Uh, Mocha, what's yours? Do you have anything that you're... You're really secretly sort of good at that you wish other people knew or proud of or? No. No? I don't know. I don't have an answer for this. No, huh? I really don't. Maury? Okay, a couple things. One, I'm I'm secretly really good when I see a vanity plate, like one of those ones where the all the words are mushed together. I'm really mm-hmm. good at solving bumper stumpers. Okay. And if somebody says uh, a month, like January, whatever, I know really quickly what number it is. What number the month is? Yeah. September. Nine. <laughs> May. Five. July. Seven. December. Twelve. January. One. March. Three. Wow, you are pretty good. <laughs> wow. 
<laughs> cool party trick, bro. <laughs> <laughs> That's next you know, the list. I'm thing. really upset that people you, don't appreciate you. Them. <laughs> but don't, but don't you, don't you secretly wish that you could be that good at something other than that? You know what I mean? Like you, you have no, a no, talent. No, 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 no. You have a talent, and it's wasted on that. I know, but that's pretty good, <laughs> right? We don't need that skill anymore. I was thinking about London cab drivers the other day. Remember the stories that used to come out in the documentaries of how long it took you to become a taxi driver in London, and you had to do three years of on-site training and then spend a year on a bicycle with maps going around <laughs> the city before you could even pass the test. It used to take five years to become a London cab driver because the city was so complicated. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, everybody got GPS. And now that skill of knowing every alley and road and fastest route from A to B in London is a skill that is no longer revered yeah. because we just click an app. That's right. All you so, need right? is ways. So just like my skill, there are few people that have it. Right. But why would you why would you need to know that? Like, how is that skill going to come in handy? Like when you look at a date, you'll be able to know a little bit faster than me that it's June. <laughs> By the way, but, six. But there will never be a competition. Um, okay, so a couple things that I can do very, very well. One, I've talked about it on this show before, which is I. it angers me that Catherine is not more sexually attracted to my ability and speed to put together Ikea furniture. <laughs> right? Like yeah. I, I think that she should like, I, cause I've done it before with no notes and no instructions and she'll leave the room and come back in and the thing is done. And at that point she should be ripping off her clothes, <laughs> right? Anyway. Because I've just done no what instructions I, is impressive. thank you. I've just done what most people cannot. Yeah. Uh, she doesn't care though. Um, and then I would say that my other thing that I am really good at, and, and it was almost going to be my career is that I started with, you know, sort of design and architecture when I was in high school. And then I designed a house and won a competition in all of Ontario, I think it was for that. And then a builder actually bought the, my house plans and I got money for it. And I did that when I was like 18. And then even now, like everything that I do I, uh, with just any sort of renovation or anything like that. I do all the drawings myself on computer, all the wall widths, all the where ideal plumbing placement should be, like all of that, all of that stuff, um, where windows should be for best sort of circulation of air, like all that stuff I do. Yeah. But I and I'm and I'm pretty good at it. I'm not great at it. I would never take money to do it, but I can right. do it in my own place. I can spend my own money to do it. Um, but I have these skills that I don't get to use in anything other than um, my own sort of private life, like right. where I would love if that was a huge part of my life. I would be very happy if that was a massive part Maybe of my life. Maybe Catherine would rip her clothes off if you know the uh, numbers associated with months. No, because Catherine would rip my Catherine would Catherine would rip my clothes off and start selling them when she knows how much money I spent on renovations. <laughs> That's true, <laughs> right? So, did the person who bought your plans actually build the house? I think they did. So what happened was is that they put the plans. It was all over. It was on. It was Canada. They put all the house plans from in that category together. And then they were voted on at this sort of big thing that happens every year by um, architectural and design professionals. And then they vote on large house design, small house design, all this other stuff. And I won the small house design. 
And part of the winning was you got a check and the company who sponsored the event bought your plans. Wow. Basically. And so the last I heard years ago in the early, I guess it was early 90s, was that they had built the house as part of a design plan. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know where. Did it have shiplap? Did it have what? Shiplap? No, it didn't. I didn't do that part, Maury. Stop goofing on my story, Maury. I'm really proud of this. You this is why I don't tell people. This is why. This is why I don't tell people. This is why I don't tell people. I'm just trying to sound smart with terms no, I know from HGTV. No, no, you have no idea what you're talking about. This is why I don't tell people this stuff. Is there because, a way you can uh, find out? No, there's no way. I've tried. <sighs> I've tried. Really the, organi- nice. the organization doesn't exist anymore. Oh man, that, uh, that that did it. Yeah. So so that was that. So I I think stuff like that, um, and then I just wind up keep spending more money and building more things in my own life just to sort of get that desire that I have to do this stuff. Yeah. Out of my system, right? And so that's sort of that's sort of where I am. And you did a lot of renovations, right, on your cottage. I've done a ton, and we're just doing. I just yeah. ripped off a wall and added another six hundred fifty square feet. Yeah. Because I, I needed to do something. Okay, I have two things I just thought of. Okay? Yeah. Number one, um, I enjoy photography and videography, right? Mm-hmm. So I spend a lot of my time on YouTube watching uh, stuff on on that, which I'm, I'm trying to get better. That's like my hobby outside of, outside of work. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other thing, and this is really stupid, so don't laugh, guys. No. But one thing that I'm really, really proud of mm-hmm. is the way I organize all of our garbage and recycling when it comes time for enough. Again, why, the day to take the stuff out to again, the curb. Again, why is your wife not ripping her clothes off when she goes out and she looks at those bins and how perfect they are? So, like, everything is cr- <laughs> Like, I will go through this, I spend so much, because our pickup days are, are Tuesdays, right? Yeah. So, so much of my Monday nights, I will be in the garage and I have, like, an empty recycling bin and then one that's full. And what I will do is go through the full one and start taking stuff out and putting them into the empty one. And if I find a box that hadn't been crushed properly, mm-hmm. I will get a knife and I'll slice it open and crush the box properly and put it into the empty recycling bin. And then if we have boxes that are a little bit too big, I will crush those and I'll neatly tape them or wrap them with string and put them out at the curb. And when I put my so garbage bins, yeah. when I put my garbage bins out, yeah. the handle for the garbage bin is always facing out so when the person comes to pick up the garbage the handle's right there ready for them to it's more of a courtesy thing you know what's interesting we're not allowed to do that i always <gasps> used to put handle out yeah and we were told handle goes in because what they do is they grab it from the front and just drag it and as they swing it it they so it means they don't have to turn it to get the little thing on the truck to pick it up. Oh. So we were told no no handles. It's easier for them to grab the front and the handles are for the homeowner to move it. They don't use the handles. Oh, I didn't know. That. I thought I was doing a, a That's service. That's what I thought too. You know, sometimes like if we have like a week off or whatever, I will uh, proudly stand at the window and like peek out just to see if you yeah. know the garbage guy when he's taking the picking everything up yeah. if he's like smiling because he knows that I like yeah I know, agree take the extra care I agree to make his or her job easier you know what's interesting about your recycling obsession and being in the garage so much is that if I didn't know you and I do know you and I know how much you love your wife but that is the exact hobby of somebody who doesn't get along with their wife oh <laughs> you know what I mean <laughs> that is like somebody who lives a miserable <laughs> life at home decides to uh, do because it keeps you in the garage doing busy work no no I just do it because I just like I the know. cleanliness and yeah. try to make everything easier yeah. for everybody. No, it's interesting. Do you get annoyed then when if Jenna ever throws a box in the garage that is not broken down? Okay. I will I never do that say all the, this. All the time. <laughs> Actually, no. I have said it. 
probably ones under my breath. Yeah. But yes, <laughs> if there's an Amazon box that shows up, right? And it gets open. She just like tosses it in the recycling. Yeah. And then on Monday nights, I'm the one that's taking the box out, getting a knife, slicing it open, yeah. flattening it. Yeah. But Luca likes to do that. You know what else? You know what else I can do? I just I just realized now uh. is that I can almost perfect pour all the time. Meaning, if I have five dishes and I'm cooking gravy on the stove, and I have five dishes, I can like perfect pour. Each dish will get the exact amount as I'm completely out of gravy. Or if I have like a pitcher what? of water and like four glasses, yeah. I can perfectly pour like without having to go back and refill one of them. How do you do that though? I don't know. I just can't. Like I can I can judge the volume of something and pour like four or two glasses and they will each get the exact amount and the jug will be empty. Wow. Yeah. Good for you. Yeah. Yeah. It's almost like a superpower. My brother has it too. And we're and we thought that this was like our thing. Yeah. Right, where what a lousy superpower. Right? Like the twins from Avengers. Yeah, like you can't do anything with it, right? Yeah. You know, like like the thing that I was gifted from wherever planet we're from was the perfect pour. And, but but maybe I was supposed to be something else, like a scientist or something like that. Yeah. Uh, but I never wound up going down that road. So now I just have this skill that's useless, it's right? Every, liquids. Everybody gets Evenly. the same amount of gravy. Yeah. <laughs> Yay. Yay. Hey, Jenny, thanks so much. All right, thank you. Hey, between Roz and oh, Mocha, who's your favorite? Can you ask me who my favorite is? I just did. Oh, you did? Uh, my favorite would have to be Roz. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah, you know what? You give just like very sage advice, and I just love listening to your advice to people. Hmm, I like that. Thank I you will very agree much. with that. I'm t- I'm two for two on the podcast today. Thank you so much. You didn't have to know that. Oh, you're uh, welcome. <laughs> <laughs> That's <Jenny>. yourself. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yo, we're 20 minutes in and we only answered two questions. I know, whatever. There were two great questions though. <laughs> uh, Unlovable asks, "How do you feel about a woman proposing to a man?" Who cares? Of course, why not? You know what's great? You know Lockie from the Wiggles, mm-hmm. uh, the girl that he's dating. Yeah. Like two weeks ago, she proposed to him. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I know that's a sensitive subject, though, because he and Emma Wiggle were together. I know, but she replied together. to the uh, to the announcement on Instagram. With I know all they're tight. I know stuff. they are because they got to work yeah, together still, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, here we go. Irina has a great one. Okay, we've answered something similar recently. How do you say? I'm going to spell the word, and you tell me how you guys say it. Okay, mm-hmm. D A T A. Interesting. Okay. Roz, how do you say the word? Normally, I, I say it both. Do you really? I do. I say data and data. I only say data. Okay, so I will say like um, when you're talking about like your cell phone minutes, right? I'll say my data plan. Yeah. But if I need to go over something, I will say I haven't seen that data yet. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Damn it, Maury? I say data when talking about computer stuff. Mm-hmm. And data for cell phones. Mm-hmm. But then isn't there the guy that's on Star Trek named Data? There's no data? such thing as Star Trek, by the way. The thing that uh, William no. Shatner Star was Trek, on. you know that. Trek. Yeah. Oh, because they're on a Trek. Like okay. a- anyway, uh, Data. Yeah, that was the character on Next Generation. Yeah. Yeah, but they pronounce it Data. I always, yes. and at least I think I do, I only say Data. You only say Data, huh? Yeah. Yeah? At least I think I do. Like, upon first reading this word... That's how it comes to my mind. Interesting. Data. And you don't switch it up? No. No? At least I don't think I do. Well, it's just because some 
it, there's a very different between difference between Canada and the U.S. for words like data and data, uh-huh. right? Where uh, it's like Mazda and Mazda, or niche and niche, right? What yes. Do I say so. You say what? What here? Yeah. Like no. Okay. So so we will say we say Mazda in Canada. I say Mazda. Yeah. In America, it's Mazda. Is it? Yeah. I've never noticed that. Yeah. It's Mazda. Huh. Yeah, in America. It's Mazda in Canada, Mazda in America. What's the other one? There's another one. Process and process. What is it? Process and process. If you're asking somebody what their process is to get to a certain point, in Canada, we tend to say process. In America, they say process. I say both. Yeah? Yeah. I never I never say process. It sounds weird for me to say process. No, I think I say it both. Yeah. Because both sound right to me. Oh, do they? And like yeah. seem natural. Okay. Like I won't say processed cheese. I'd say processed cheese. Process. But describe the process of what it is you're doing. Right. That's how I would say. Yeah. yeah. So I would say both. But you would say processed? I would say processed cheese. Really? Yeah. I would never say that. I would say it's processed. Proce- yeah, processed. Huh. Yeah. Is that what you say, Maury? Yeah, processed cheese. Yeah. Interesting. Hmm. All right. Okay, Maury, you were saying what? A presentation or presentation? Yeah. Presentation. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know anybody. Because it drives me nuts because there's an episode of Friends where Jennifer Aniston says I have to go make a presentation. Right, yes. And I just cringe. Right. Uh, KT has a great question, and I'm sure David Morey has the answer right away. Do you have a signature party trick? I do. Which is what? (laughs) I hold a salt shaker over my head. That's a party pun, not a party trick. But is a party pun not the trick I use at said party? No. No, a party trick is like a skill, like something that you... Oh, like how I used to get straight guys to go home with me. No, that is not a party trick. That is um, manipulation. (laughs) Does that not just fall under the same umbrella? No, no, it's not. I used to do a Johnny Carson impression. That is a party trick. Oh, here we go. But it was, I have to be like slightly drunk. I used to do this at a bar called Woody's in Toronto. Okay. okay. Woody's, that is a gay, gay bar? bar? Yeah, no. Is, okay, yeah. go ahead. And so you would put your, you would you can only do this in winter or spring or fall. <laughs> winter, spring, or fall? Okay. okay. Yeah. You yeah. can't do this in the summer because oh, okay. you need some sort of jacket. I and gotcha. you would put it slightly over your head and you're like, it's a really, really big show. <laughs> huh? And that's it. <laughs> that's all I... <laughs> And then the straight guys would be like, oh, man, I'm oh, so horny. Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm going to go no. home with this gay guy. No, the straight guys, I offered massages. Oh. How did that How did that work? What was your line? I'm like, oh, my God. You know what? You seem awfully stressed. No, no. Honestly, what was your line? How would you? You seem awfully tense and stressed. So you're at a bar, at a gay bar. Everybody's getting hammered, and you're walking up telling people they look stressed? <laughs> <laughs> no. Presumably, we'd be talking for a while, and I'm like, uh, oh, I... <laughs> I once did this to like a computer repair guy that came over to fix my computer. I'm like, right. you know, we're sitting around for a while while the computer is doing whatever it's doing. And you yeah. seem stressed. Do you need a massage? Oh, wow. You it were- always worked. And it always worked. Yeah. It never. Oh, well, you it guys never- had sex? No, I just give a massage. Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> Like it never led to anything else. You just rub down the computer guy and then he'd leave. <laughs> yeah. He'd get back in the Geek Squad truck and just be on his way. Yeah, so yeah. that's super Wait, weird. So, but has your has that particular trick ever worked? All that the time. is working. No, no, no. It, it no. was never supposed to lead to anything else. Oh no, that's what I mean. Like, does it lead to anything beyond just a massage? No, no. Oh no, he just like rubbing guys down. <laughs> <laughs> Mocha, you seem really tense. (laughs) (laughs) 
Can I ask you, let me ask you a question though, in all and honesty. honestly, it's not weird because no, no. like. Well, it is, it is, it is. Yeah, it is very weird. Um, in all honesty, what do you get out of that? Like if you would just meet a guy in a bar and say you look stressed and then you would go back to his place or your place and you would just rub him down. Like where's the sort of satisfaction for you in that I quite enjoyed it. Like I just enjoy it. Like I enjoyed just them, you know, enjoying a massage. Allowing you to touch them, yeah, right? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Do you ever say that at home to Matthew? You look stressed. You look tense. Let me give you a massage. Well, I'd be saying that every minute of the day. Do you guys give each other massages at all? Um, I give him massages. He won't give me massages. No, I've never been into that. Why won't he give you a massage? He's too busy. Oh. <laughs> Does it, so, like, at all? No, he doesn't. He's like, I don't have time for that. Oh. But what? But he's he, at home. All he has is time. Everybody's in lockdown and quarantine. I know, but, like, he enjoys things being done to him. Like, he's, it bores him to... to do something to oh. me. That's <laughs> <laughs> so sad. Uh -oh. be, don't be laughing at you. I'm not laughing at you. I'm That's laughing a at that sad sentence. Situation, man. I'm laughing at that what is you a said. sad, sad situation. <laughs> And to be so self-aware about it too, right? No, like just, please don't take this as me laughing at you, Maury. I'm just laughing at the sentence that you said. <laughs> <laughs> when is the last time, and I'm not trying to goof on you, when is the last time you have had like a sort of sensual touch? Not necessarily like going all the way, but when is the last time you've felt some sort of physical touch on your body that was in a sensual way? Oh, so like passing each other to get a knife doesn't count? No, 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 no. It was just like um, like a rub, or yeah, not 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 when the last time you've been in the same room with your husband. And you happened. Oh, sorry. No, no. <laughs> excuse me. I was like, just like getting this knife. Yeah. Now, when's the last time you've had like some sort of sensual touch where it was deliberate, not accidental? Oh, like um, like he's not bending over getting the cutlery from the Christmas. Okay, and what happened at Christmas? Oh, uh, we were in New York. You know? Oh, oh, I get you. Know, hotel. Yeah, hotel. I got you. Yeah. I got you. <laughs> All right. God, man, you guys in quarantine, you're never going to touch again. <laughs> like the rest of us. I'm, I'm reading article after article about how, the, you know, everybody is doing nothing but shacking up and getting closer to their partner oh, and, yeah. and, and social isolation. I heard the opposite, that there was a study that came out that said there won't be a baby boom because people are told to be away from each other. No, no, no. It's No, we're not. No, I'm talking. Man, you I'm have talking, a different kind of internet at all. Yeah, I'm talking <laughs> existing, existing uh, couples. Yeah. These are people who are already together. Nobody is telling couples who live together to not touch. <laughs> That's what I got into the story. Because no. it said there will not be a baby boom. No, no. P couples who live together are allowed to be intimate. I don't know if you know this or not. I need to call the mayor. Right? I know. Maury and Matthew heard all this news with coronavirus and Maury just started sleeping on the couch. <laughs> like they don't even sleep in the same bed anymore. It's really wild. All right. We'll end with uh, this question from Tixiana who mm -hmm. listens to the Raza Mocha show a lot. Been with us for pretty much the duration that the show's been on the radio. Do you guys have middle names? I don't own one of those. Oh. You have a middle name? I hate my middle name. What's your middle name? Samuel. Samuel, that's it. Oh, right. I knew it. I don't know why I don't like it, but it seems awfully geeky and nerdy and not right. And not you? <laughs> <laughs> but it just seems like a name that people would make fun of. Like, oh, like Samuel. Oh. oh what middle name would wow. you prefer? Oh, like Luke or Xavier. Oh, geez. Wow, damn. Okay. Strong names. Yeah. I'm do you the, have a middle I'm, name? I'm, I'm in the process, actually, of uh, going to be in the process, because I can't do anything right now, uh -huh. of changing my middle name. Why? 
Why? Because I um, have never really liked my middle name. And so, uh, but, I, but but the thing is this, is that my initials still have to be R-A-W. Yeah. Because R-A-W is my initials. It was my father's initials, my brother's initials. It's Love my it. kid's initials, right? So everything is R-A-W. So I'm, I'm going to be in the process so once I can get a. back to thing of doing A. So no, I will be really? legally, I will be legally changing my middle, like Xavier. Na- my middle name to Ace. Are you serious? Yeah. That's I'm awesome, dude. Yeah. I love it. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's going to be my Wait, new middle name. Wait, what kind name. of process do you have to go through then? A name change. You have to like fill out the, full, you have to fill full out the Do it online. Yeah. 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 But wow. I don't know if you can. Can yeah, you? Because I think that you have to get something notarized and with a name change. I don't know how it works. Even for a middle name? Mm, huh. I don't know. I don't know, actually. I don't know. I knew where to go. Yeah. Um, but I I don't know. I'll find that out. So I may have a new middle name very soon. Nice. Yeah. My middle name is Vernon. Yeah. After my your, dad. Yeah. Vern. And because of that, like when I was younger, I used to tell people I didn't have a middle name. Yeah, because you didn't like it. I, I was like embarrassed. Yeah. Right? I didn't want to have like my dad's first name as my middle name. Yeah. I just thought it was weird. But as I got older and closer with my dad, I was very proud of my middle name. Sure. Yeah. Right? And uh, when my son Cruz was born, we gave him the middle name Vernon. Oh, did you really? As well, yeah. I didn't know that that was Cruz's middle name. Yeah. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah. I like that. Spence and Vernon, huh? <laughs> Vernon Spence, look at you two. No, Samuel. No, oh, Samuel. Samuel. Sorry, I don't know why I said Spencer. I would Samuel. prefer that. No, yeah. You would prefer Spencer to Samuel? Yeah, I just, there's something really? about just Samuel itself. Was there a Samuel can. in your life that you were named after that you Yes. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the problem when you name a kid after somebody is that as the years go on, that person may not be somebody that you would actually want to be associated with or named right. after. But the thing that, to agree slightly with you, is like, you know, maybe it's not somebody who did something wrong, but yeah. when you look at your name and you're like, but I never met that person, it means nothing to me. It only means something to my parents. Right. My mom got screwed harder than anybody I've ever heard, any story I've ever heard in my entire life about getting named. Really? Like, oh like, are we my talking God. first name or middle? Uh, both. Oh, no! Both. Both. Oh, both. Double double whammy. oh, my God. Okay, so this is how hard my mom got screwed when, okay. when she was when she was born. Okay, so my grandmother wanted to name my mom Diane. Okay. Right? D-I-A-N-E. Yeah. yeah. My mom's name was going to be Diane. Yes. And then there was a woman who lived up the street. And keep in mind, this is back in like the late 40s. Okay. okay? There was a woman who lived up the street. That my grandmother sort of knew, right? Yeah. Didn't really know. She had a kid and that kid died. Huh? My grandmother's having a conversation uh-huh. while pregnant with this other woman. This woman who my grandmother barely knows says, you know what would be great? Is if you named your baby after my dead daughter. <gasps> Diane? No. And my grandmother was like, well, I don't know if I could do that. And she says, it would really mean a lot to me. And my grandmother goes, okay, what's the name? And she goes, Phyllis. <laughs> so my grandmother goes, okay. So she honors <gasps> this woman who she doesn't know whose, whose kid died. Yeah. Okay. So my mom was supposed to be named Diane. Um, grandmother goes in, has my mother, she fills out the birth certificate. So she has to give her the dead kid's name first, Phyllis, right? Then goes to give Diane. They screw it up in processing and write Diana, which is not the name my grandmother wanted. And so her name was Phyllis Diana, neither of which my grandmother chose, one of which was a typo. The other was the name of a dead kid who lived up the street. Oh, my God. 
So wait a minute. So your mom. Oh, and and all these years later, my mom only recently gave herself the name that was intended to to for her to have. So her so wait, entire life she went by Phyllis? No, she never used it. Oh. Nobody ever knew that my mom's name was Phyllis. As a because, first name. As a first name. So because, she only ever went by the middle name. Yes, because she would not. How could you have that conversation about that name? My mother never wanted <gasps> to be associated with that name. As soon as she found out where the name came from, my mother was like, I cannot use that name in any part of my Why life. Why didn't your grandmother just lie to the person? <sighs> Listen, what are you going to do? Right? Old what people. are you gonna do, old people? <laughs> right? It's the forties, Maury. Oh my Tough God. times. Tough times. So yeah. up until recently, she was Diana. Yes, yes. And so my mom only recently, when she got remarried, she did a full name change. Yeah. And my mom only recently got her name that she should have been born with. So did anyone, when she was growing up, I don't know if you know the answer, but had anyone ever asked her, "Hey, well, by the way, what's your middle name, or do you have a middle name?" No, um, she'd probably I, say no. Yeah, I don't know. I don't no, know if right? that ever came up. Really, yeah. I don't know. I, I think people had more. I don't know. It came up on, on so, uh, podcast. Is your up? grandmother still alive? No. So she won't know that the name was changed. No, no. I don't think she'd care either way, Maury. To be honest with you, not that woman. Wow. Oh damn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> love you, grandma. No, listen, hey, listen. Lovely woman. She just didn't like my my grandmother. The problem with my grandmother was, and my it used to frustrate the hell out of my brother. Um, my grandmother lived a life that was just very simple. My grandmother had never seen a movie. Really? Like even at home. My grandmother had never sat through a movie. She did not have the patience or to be able to comprehend like plot points and yeah. things like this. My grandmother loved things like American Idol. Sure. Right? Yeah. My grandmother never sat through a movie her whole life. Wow. She had no interest in anything. So my brother would sometimes sit there with her and go, I'm going to try and, you know, like just get some information from these people because oftentimes, you know, older people can teach you so much about the world uh -huh. and older people can teach you so much about yourself and where you come from and just history because they've lived through so much. And my brother would sit there and try and have conversations with my grandmother, just being like, you were alive during this, uh -huh. like at a pivotal moment. Like, what was that like? And she had no answer for anything. <laughs> <laughs> I would love her. No, she had no, she didn't give a... I didn't care about anything that had happened, <laughs> anything that she lived through, right? And the thing was, is that she was a single mom of four who was a nurse <gasps> working at a time when women didn't really do that, yeah. right? Like she was such on trend in her youth. And then all of a sudden, like her life just went in a direction where everything that was outside of her immediate experience with family or work meant nothing. And so she just had no stories about anything. My brother would be like, oh my God, like, tell me about this. And she'd be like, I have nothing to say. <laughs> I, don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. It was none of my business. <laughs> yeah, it was so. not, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Every week on Instagram at kiss925, ask Razamoka, ask your question. We'll answer as many as we can and get you to ask one of your questions to us to start off the uh, segment. This has been the Razamoka Show podcast. Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Catch the guys live. Weekday mornings from 6 to 10. On KISS 92.5. KISS 92.5.com. Or download the KISS 92.5 app.